Bartow Yellow Jacket Football starts now. It's time for Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game is sponsored by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow. Doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Evolve Professional Landscape Management. Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico. Pallet One of Bartow. SR Wright and Company. By Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spray Service of Bartow. Taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It. The parts you need when you need them. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow. By Widden McLean Funeral Home. Beef O'Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South. And by Bartow Ford. We're different and we prove it. Now, let's join our broadcast crew for Yellow Jacket Football. Good evening and welcome to the regular season finale of the high school football season. Tonight, the Bartow Yellow Jackets are celebrating senior night while hosting the rival Lake Wales Highlanders. With Bruce and Andy Edmond, Mike Ayers, I'm Jeff Thornber. Thank you so much for joining us for this contest tonight. Lake Wales enters the game tonight undefeated. They're 9-0. They're district champions. They're riding a 24-game winning streak. That's right. Do not adjust your radios. 24-game winning streak for the Highlanders. The last regular season loss was against Auburndale back in October of 2021. Well, the Yellow Jackets come in at 6-3. and three. They're looking to snap a three-game skid and secure a home playoff game next week. K.J. Valentine returns to the starting quarterback position tonight for the Jackets, but the heart of the Jackets all, all season long, Bruce, has been that defense led by senior Ladarius Davis. He has uh, plus 10 sacks on the year. Last year, not so nice was this game for the Yellow Jackets. Lake Wales won 55-7 over at Legion Field. Bruce? Yeah, and they went on to win a state championship, and and uh, they're very much a well well oiled engine again this year. Uh, nobody's even tested them, and this is going to be a uh, a big task uh, for our kids tonight uh, to to keep pace with. Uh, Lake Wales, and I think that's the only way you can you can beat Lake Wales is to keep pace with them. So the offense uh, getting Valentine back uh, is is a big thing because we're going to have to throw the ball and uh, we're going to have to really move the football and and get the respect. Uh, but everything is predicated on our defense, and as you mentioned, uh, the big the big defensive line and and then those linebackers are uh, uh, are. Secondary has been pretty good this year. They haven't gotten beat too many times. Uh, the coverages have been pretty good. And, uh, you know, Bartow's just got to play the game of the year, and Lake Wales has to has to make some mistakes, and then we can then we can be in this thing. You mentioned about the defense. We just want to give an injury update to Stanley, who's our, been our outstanding linebacker. He was kind of hoping to get back tonight. He's not going to make it tonight. He's still on the bench, maybe for next week's playoff game, if we get get a playoff game next week. Uh, so Stanley is out of the defense uh, tonight. I believe uh, Jackson will start in his place uh, tonight. But, um, yeah, another piece that we really wish we missed Stanley. He was a good player. Yeah, he linebacker really came forward, making a lot of plays behind the line of scrimmage. And, and Mike, uh, we, we, uh, we are sitting – uh, pretty. The field looks incredible with all the painting. Uh, Jeff's going to talk about that in a minute, but uh, it's a beautiful night and a perfect night for football. 
Absolutely it is. I mean, down here on the field, you got a nice breeze. You see that American flag whipping to the southwest a little bit. Uh, but the breeze down here is not really conducive to what the flag is showing. It's nice down here, though. Um, yeah, the field's in great shape. Doesn't seem to be too wet. Doesn't seem to be too dry. You see it all painted up. But I'm with you guys. I mean, we got to stay together as a team. Bartow really has to pull that teamwork back together. Like we were talking about earlier, we win together as a team. We lose together as a team. And I think that's just something that we really need to find. We need to find that teamwork back out. And I think once we find that, we can stick this together. And, and teams like Lake Wells or teams like Lakeland, we can compete with those guys all day long. We just got to be able to find that little niche and put it back together. Well, Mike, you mentioned the field, uh, the field. Bruce is to the big yellow jacket painted right at the 50-yard line. We got the triple, the orange, blue, and white on the 50 and the 20. And the checkered board in the end zones looks terrific. And big shout-out to Kenny Lewis, John Nelson, Joe Freeman, and Coach Tyler Eaton, who were here late last night getting the uh, stadium prepared. They just did a fantastic job. I have to mention uh, Coach uh, Eaton's wife. She was out here, too. Uh, she was out here. I saw a picture of her and... and and she had a nozzle in her hand. She was doing some spray painting. So uh, 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 the whole family, uh, family task, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a family affair here in Bartow. Well, the teams are going through their warm-ups. Uh, they're about 10 yards apart at midfield. Lake Wales already uh, in their uniforms, in their shoulder pads, been working out. Uh, the Yellow Jackets uh, a little late on the field. We honored seniors tonight, Andy. 23 seniors off this squad tonight. That's a lot of people. They're going to be missed next year, too. But it was a nice ceremony. They got to walk across the field. You both know what that is like, walking across with your with your player, and the band was recognized, along with the cheerleaders as well. All the seniors recognized uh, tonight. Before we move any further, I think we need real quick, want to talk about the band. Our, our award-winning Bartow Yellow Jacket marching band. A couple weeks ago, they were in Ocala, won the best 4A school up there. Last week over at Denison Stadium for the Marching Bandmasters Association, straight superiors for uh, John Ekman and his crew. And then Mr. Ekman himself, what an honor. He was a legend award. Uh, he was one. Look it up online. You'll see it. It's, it's just incredible. I talked to him a little bit before the uh, game tonight, and he said he didn't think it was true. He didn't, he didn't realize that he had been eligible for that and was even up for it. And... Uh, a friend had to call back and say, "Wait, check your email. I think you need to accept this." So, yeah, that's that's a pretty cool deal. I mean, we 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 talk about him a lot, and and calling the mad scientist, uh, so to speak, of the things that he comes up with year after year after year, and and um, it, it's we have we enjoy. Uh, watching the band at halftime as much as we do anything up here in the booth. And and then probably equally, we enjoy our world champion cheerleaders as well. And uh, they, they start competition, I believe, next week. Next week, yeah. And so uh, we, we want to wish them the best of luck and bring home another state championship. And uh, while you're at it, go ahead and slap another ring on for a national championship. There you go. No problem with that. We well, just want to say congratulations uh, to the Bartow Yellow Jacket Marching Band. Uh, good performance last week over at Denison Stadium. They're very good. When we return, we'll take a look at Stratton Selections. Hey, guess what? We were all perfect last week. I'll let you know about that in a second. Mm. Uh, you're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot 
But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. We are at John and Terry Frost Family Field getting ready for tonight's contest between the Lake Wales Highlanders and the Bartow Yellow Jackets. That's coming up along with comments from Yellow Jacket head coach Tyler Eden. That's all straight ahead. But first, it is Stratton Selections. And uh, if we go back two weeks ago, October 20th, Mike, you were 6-5, and five. Bruce, you were 6-5, and five. Andy, you were 6-5, and five. and uh, I was 7-4. and four. Now, oh my God. <laughs> How'd that happen? I don't know. I keep score. That's how that happened. Oh, okay. All right. Now, uh, that's got to put you in the lead. I am in the lead, yes. Last week, we, we didn't make any picks. Obviously, we were off. So, I'm ahead by one game over Mike. Mm. So, Mike, you're one game behind. Bruce and Andy, you're two games behind. But here we go. Everybody ready for this week? We go already, ahead. We already know one game is done or was forfeited. Avon Park forfeited to Fort Meade. So, Fort Meade... Uh, we'll finish the year at 8-0, or 9-0, I guess, if you count the forfeit, undefeated. All right, here we go. The Lake Region Thunder, Andy. They're at 4-5. and five. They're at Kissimmee Gateway tonight, who is 1-8. and eight. I'll go with Lake Region. Me too. Lake Region. Everybody's picking the Thunder tonight. All right, up next, Mike, a school we know. I think Bruce, Bruce knows it well. The Trenton Tigers, way up north in the Panhandle area. They're 4-5. Oh, and five. Yeah. They're making the long journey down to Lakeland to play the Tenor Rock Titans tonight, who are 0-9. Uh, what do you think there, Mike? We're going Trenton. I mean, they're God playing the who? Tenor Rock. Tenor Rock. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, let's go Trenton on that one. Andy? Trenton. Me, Trenton as well. I'm taking them rednecks. <laughs> Trenton. All right, up next, uh, the George Jenkins Eagles, who are 4-4. Four four. They're on the road to Parrish tonight. Uh, to take on the Parish Community Bulls, who are six and three, they'll be seven and three. They'll be tonight. seven and three tonight. Yeah, they'll be seven and three exactly. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Davenport, the Davenport Broncos are home. They're five and four. They're taking on the Ridge Community Bolts. Oh boy, that's got to be a good two and game. seven for Coach Tate and his school up there. What do you think, Andy? Uh, I'm going with the uh, Davenport. Andy, I'm with you. I'm picking the Davenport Broncos. I am, too. I, I think it's going to be a tougher game than what we think, but I believe it's going to be close, but I'm going to go with Davenport. All right. Everybody's picking all things tonight. Um, Kathleen, I don't. I, Kathleen can't get to basketball fast enough is what I think here. The Red Devils are 1-8. Uh, they had, a, they had a, ma- a, a very ugly skirmish last week with Lakeland that ended that game early in the third quarter. Uh, Orlando Bishop Moore is in town tonight to take on the Red Devils. They're six and three. We know the Hornets. We've seen them before. That's a good ball club. So uh, I just I see the Hornets all over this tonight. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And and that that they've got a great field, a great facility back there uh, over in the Orlando area. We went over there and they had that turf field and all that stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Orlando. 
Mike's picking Orlando, too. Up next, uh, Lakeland Christian. They're 6-3. and three. They're on the road at Strawberry Crest to take on the Chargers tonight. Now, Lakeland Christian is looks like they're in the playoffs, but a win never hurts you. So, tough ball game here. What is Strawberry Crest? Strawberry Crest is 4-5. and five. Yeah, but, but Lakeland Christian has kind of let us down over the last yeah. week or two, and it, it's, it's really surprising because, you know, Coach John O'Neill and those guys over at Lakeland, it's like, what in the world is going on? Something's happened. But i got to go back with that Lakeland Christian team. I know they burnt me last week. But I, I'm going back Lakeland Christian. I am too. I, I can't go away. It's it's kind of like uh, they're the polar opposite of uh, Jenkins. Andy, you think Christian as well? Yeah, I go. My heart's with Big John. Lakeland Christian. I'll go with them as well. All right. Up next uh, in Lakeland Christian's district is also Victory Christian. Victory Christian is five and four. They look pretty good to make the playoffs as well, but they're playing a team out of Jacksonville, the Episcopal School of Jacksonville, the Eagles, who are four and five. What do you think, guys? And Mike, start with you. Victory. I'm, I'm just going to go victory on this. Victory's played some. Victory's played a heck of a ball game this year. They have. They've been strong when they needed to be strong. So I'm going to go victory. I'm going to pick the, the storm as well. Victory. Well, I got to go outside the line one time. So, <laughs> I mean, there's there's no way of catching you guys at this point. Because we all pick the same teams, but uh, I'll get that one out of it at least. So Bruce will take the the Eagles there. Up next, uh, Chiefland Eagle Indians, rather Chiefland Indians at four and five. They're in Frostproof tonight to take on the Bulldogs. Now the Bulldogs are currently number seven in the rankings. The top eight teams will make it, so they're at number seven, kind of on the edge. They want to secure a win tonight to make sure they're in the playoffs tonight. Um, Andy, what do you think about there? The I'm Bulldogs. going with the Bulldogs because they're going to be mad. They got beat by Fort Meade, and, and they're just they're going to be mad. What's Mike? the Indians' record? Indians are four and five. Mike, I uh, you know Mike, Mike saw Frost. Yeah, I week. actually had the I actually had the opportunity to watch Frostburg play last week, and that's a very well old ball club. I mean, Fort Meade's not an easy competitor to, to walk across, and. Uh, after seeing Frostproof play last week, I'm going to pick Frostproof this week. Yeah, Richie Marsh uh, back in town coaching that football team, old Bartow boy, and, and we know he can coach a little bit. So, All right, everybody riding Frostproof tonight. All right, in the same district, the same region, you have the Mulberry Panthers. They're at 7-2. and two. They are the, currently the sixth seed in that region. They're on the road. Bruce, they got to go down to uh, Highlands County to take on Lake Placid. The Dragons are 2-6. and six. <laughs> Tonight, what oh, do you think, there, God. Bruce? How did Mulberry ever get to be seven and I two? I don't know, but Coach Peavy's already chiming in, wanting to know what between Ona and Brewster. That's that's really funny, Coach. Uh, I think the uh, the wire will win over the boards, but I'm uh, going. I'm going with who's playing? Mulberry. Mulberry at Lake Placid. Oh, gosh, I'll start you off. I'm going to say the Panthers. All right, I couldn't say it. Yeah, we're gonna go with you, Coach Peavy. We're gonna we're gonna pick Mulberry on this one, Andy. I don't want to say it really out loud, but I'll uh, write it down for you. There you go. Okay. What is the deal with Mulberry? Yeah, seven and two. Yeah. How they win seven games? They give you a the, the they give you a turf field, and all of a sudden you think you can play football. <laughs> They're doing good. Okay, up next. Now this is this is a how many series? games did they have forfeited? This is a no, this is a serious game. Uh, Lake Mineola. We went there last year in the first round of the playoffs. The Hawks are six and three. They are currently the second seed or the third seed in our region, right behind Bartow. They're playing Lake Gibson tonight. 
who is currently the number eight seed. They're holding on to that final playoff spot. So Lake Gibson really needs to win. And if they do win, a loss by Lake Mineola won't hurt Bartow in the least. So what do you think, guys? Lake Gibson doesn't stand a chance against Lake Mineola. I agree. I'm picking Mineola. Yeah, I'm with all all y'all on that one. We ate Buffalo Wild Wings there. We sure did. Yes, we did. Mineola. Everybody's picking Mineola. All righty. Up next, uh, the Toho Tigers. The Toho Tigers at 4-4. They're in Haines City tonight to take on the Hornets. Now, Haines City is 5-4. and four. They are currently the number 7 seed in the region. Okay, so they're just ahead of Lake Gibson and just behind um, just behind uh, Springstead. So, what do you think there? Toho Tigers. That's the team that was going to play Fort Meade that the rain, they couldn't get that. I'm going to go with Toho. I, I, want, I want another shot at Haines City. Okay. Andy, what do you think? No, I'm going to go with Haines City. I'm going with Haines City also. Somebody's got to be able to stop that wing back first. Where are they playing at? They're in Haines City. Oh, my God. At the cow pasture. Playing yeah. in the dirt field. Playing dirt lot ball. All righty. I'm going to pick Haines City as well. Our final game, the Auburndale Bloodhounds. They're 7-2. and two. Uh, They're in a different region, but they're number, uh, number six in their region. They're pretty comfortable where they are. They're in Winter Haven tonight for the traditional rivalry to take on the Winter Haven Blue Devils. Six and three. What do you think, Andy? Who is that again? Auburndale at Winter Haven. I'm taking Auburndale. I'm picking Winter Haven. Listen, as far as games of the week, that really is going to be a tough one this week. Uh, Winter Haven, Auburndale. Golly, and they're in Winter Haven. In Winter Haven. Oh, that's, that's, uh, listen, I think Auburndale's going to come out on top of that one. I like Winter Haven. I, I think, uh. I think Roy Fuco picked the wrong place to come tonight. He came here uh, instead, instead of, of driving a you know fifteen more minutes to, uh, to Winter Haven or Arbondale, and that's that's the uh, that's the place to be tonight. That's going to be a good football game. That wraps up our Stratton selections here for week number eleven of the high school football season. We're going to pause right now and go down to the field for the playing of our national anthem from the Bartow High School marching band. We'll also mention that uh, a lot of alumni here tonight for the Bartow band. At as well, so we're happy to have them at the field here as well. So we will uh, turn it over to the marching band. They have made their way onto the field and uh, ready to perform the playing of the national anthem as the junior ROTC uh, escorts the flags across the field. Lake Wales in the west end zone. Bartow cheerleaders in the east end zone as the flag makes its way across the field. We'll turn it over to the Bartow High School marching band.
Bartow High School marching band with the playing of our national anthem. When we return, pregame comments from Yellow Jacket head coach Tyler Eden. That's straight ahead. You're listening to Yellow Jacket football on WBF. At Budget, you pull into Bartow, they'll buy your old vehicle and even arrange to pick it up. We buy junk cars here. We can also arrange for towing from you. We use Gator Towing for our towing service, so you know you get insured a professional towing vehicle. And they cover Polk County. Budget Auto Parts at Bartow. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. Once again, we are happy to be joined by Yellow Jacket head coach Tyler Eden. Coach Eden, uh, first of all, welcome back. Uh, a week off for the Yellow Jackets. You got time to go home? Yeah, I did. It was really nice. I got to go home and see my grandparents, who, of course, listen every game on the radio. It's part of their uh, routine. And my mother as well, my father, they listen to it. They go down to the, usually my grandparents' house somewhere. And they watch the game and they listen to it on the radio. So, um, you know, it was cool to be able to see them and hang out with them and spend some really good time with, with family and got to see my sister swim at Ohio State, so it was nice. Well, Coach, before we talk about uh, the Highlanders uh, tonight, want to kind of uh, get your thoughts on a grade, if you will, for the Yellow Jackets. The final regular season game tonight, uh, your offense, your defense, can you put a grade in uh, maybe what you liked and maybe what you didn't like so far? Well, I think defensively we've been an A+. plus. I mean, I, I, I really don't see much uh, that we've done wrong uh, defensively. I think this is probably the best defense that I've ever coached. Um, they just certainly have a lot of – we got a lot of talent, and guys have done a really good job of, you know, executing. And so I've been very proud of that. Offensively, I'd say it's teetered between a C-plus and a B-minus. I mean, I think, you know, there's been times where we've been above that, that area maybe in some games, um, you know, but then for the just – the most part, there's been some games where we're below that, and it's been just just not what it needs to be. And so um, I think we've had a good two weeks of practice to really get refocused and kind of reshape some things offensively and get back to what our strategy was at the beginning, which is to, again, and I've said this, I mean, if you can stop the run and run the ball, you're going to win a lot of high school football games. So I think we've got some good things in, in, in place um, for this game and then uh, for the postseason, so we'll be ready to go. Hopefully we can get that rating up. When you talk about um – rivalry games you know you can talk about well Auburn and Alabama Florida Florida State you know very well Michigan Ohio State Mm -hmm. as a rivalry I think we can put Lake Wales versus Bartow kind of in that same group what do you prepare for Lake Wales well one of the things about Lake Wales I mean they're incredibly well coached they have a lot of talent Uh, there's a reason that they've won I think 24 straight games whatever it is it's it's impressive what they're doing and um, you know it's a it's a blessing and a great opportunity for us to be able to uh, have such great motivation to, to play in a game like this um, that it's a meaningful game for both teams um, and that we have an opportunity to hopefully handle business and knock them off and be the first team to beat them in two years. So I mean, a lot to play for here. I know we still have a really good shot at a district title, and I think a win without a doubt solidifies that. Um, and then of course, you know, we're two in the region right now. So if the playoffs started today, we would have two home playoff games, which is great. And I think a win over Lake Wales would solidify that, which, um, again, everything, every advantage you can, you know, when it comes to playing in November and hopefully December, you need it. 
you mentioned the, the playoffs, uh, the, the top eight teams in our region make the playoffs, and you said we're number two. Yep. So we're pretty good, even if we don't do well tonight, we're still pretty good on the playoffs. The reality of it is we're ready to play anybody, anywhere, yeah. anytime, um, any conditions. We don't care. We're just hungry. We're, we're ready to get back to what we were doing at the beginning, which was winning, um, and we're ready to play Yellow Jacket football. I will say, um, you know, one of the things that, that we talked about is, again, just taking it, you know, one, one week at a time, one game at a time. But I think our schedule and the reason that we're sitting at number two in the region is just because, you know, we have played one of the toughest schedules in this, in this, not only Polk County, but in the state. And then you look at our region, even our region is pretty tough. I mean, you got all three, well, three out of the four of our teams um, are in the playoffs right now and probably yeah. will make the playoffs. So, I mean, we got a really good region. We've had a really good schedule. And I think all that to say, you know, we play a, a heck of an opponent tonight in Lake Wales, and and so we. I think our schedule has certainly. Hopefully, my hope is that it's prepared us to go on a, and, and be ready for everything that we'll face here in the postseason. Yeah, you mentioned Polk County football is real strong right now in our region alone. Bartow, Lakeland, Winter Haven, Haines City, and even Lake Gibson has mm-hmm. a. That's five out of the eight teams could be in the playoffs in our region yeah. tonight. I was this this week, so it's really. Polk County football is not easy. Oh, no. No, it's the SEC. I always tell people back home when they ask me questions about what's Florida, what's Polk County. It's the SEC. It, it really is. I mean, you're playing a great team every week. You're playing multiple teams with, you know, Division One talent. Or, you know, every team's got multiple kids with Division One talent. And some of them, I think, are because Florida's so oversaturated with talent, some of these kids that could easily be Division One guys get overlooked just because there's so much talent. But, uh, but no, I, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. Uh, like I said, I think we've, sh- we've shifted some things around. Um, KJ Valentine will be back behind center for us. He'll be our starter. Um, you know, he had the one-game suspension, and as a program, we took two more. But he's back now, and he's had a really great last two weeks of practice with the bye week and this week. So I'm looking forward to getting him back on the field and playing. And the two weeks, we've got a lot of people healed back up. No injuries. Yes, major thing. Yes and no. DeCorian Stanley is out still. We'd look to hopefully get him back for the first round of the playoffs, which would be great. Um, Isaac Jackson will be starting in his place, who's a junior. Um, and I think other than that, though, we are pretty healthy. All right. Excellent. Well, we look forward to kickoff here tonight. Uh, Bartow Memorial Stadium with the Lake Wills Highlands in town is always a good one. Yeah. Well, hey, go Jackets, and, uh, oh, is there any? Yeah, let me do a pick for you. I got two of them for you. Uh, LSU and Alabama. I don't know why I keep throwing Alabama at you, but uh, the Tigers and the Tide tonight. Mm, That's a good one. I'm Where's it at? It's in Alabama. Yeah, I'm going to Alabama. Okay. And one more, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma. Oklahoma? I think Coach, um, they almost beat Texas. You know, I mean, it's a really, really close game. And I think, where's the, it doesn't matter where that game's at. Oklahoma's beating Oklahoma State. The Big 12 has a like five teams in a tie for first place. So Texas has got a big game this week against Kansas State yeah. in, in Texas. The, the, the Wildcats a, are coming on. I'll give you a bonus pick. Texas is going to beat them too because uh, <laughs> Bill Schneider's gone and, and Sarkeesian's got his offense rolling. So I think they'll win that one too. All right, there you go. Hey, thank you. Those are the pregame comments of Yellow Jacket head coach Tyler Eden. Stand by. Lake Wales and Bartow kickoff is next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket football on WBF. Hey, this is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we are Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Kelly Buick GMC. Are you crazy for customer service? 
So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. He's a good kid, yeah. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium as the band plays Go Bartow Go. The Yellow Jackets through the tunnels set up by the cheerleaders. Here comes the banners. Bartow tonight with the white pants, the blue jerseys, and the orange helmets. The Lake Wales Highlanders will stroll onto the field in the uh, pewter-colored pants, the white jerseys, and the black helmets through the tunnel from the west end zone. I like the way they did that. Little remember the Titans type thing. Yeah, little, 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 little stroll. Yeah, Dabo Sweeney did it a few times with Clemson. Um. So we're about ready to get this ball game underway. The field here at Barton Memorial Stadium runs east and west. It's a well-drained field, and it looks beautiful tonight. The crew did just a fantastic job on painting the end zones and the checkered board, the orange and the blue, and the big yellow jacket right in the middle of the 50-yard line looks spectacular. So we're ready to get this ball game underway. The 9-0 Lake Wales Highlanders taking on the 6-3 Bartow Yellow Jackets. Mike and the coin toss. Yeah, the coin toss was Lake Wales won the coin toss, and they deferred to the second half, guys. That surprises me. I, I would think Lake Wales would want to just go right at them. Wait, but you, maybe they would just want to set the tone defensively and go block a punt or something. Well, in the position that Lake Wales is in, I mean, I, I'm with you. I, I believe I would have just taken the ball and... I'm going to shove it in your face and see how you like it and see what you respond to. Hey, Mike, or Jeff, you wanted to do that shout-out we were talking about? Absolutely. Go ahead. Go ahead, Andy. You go ahead. Yeah, well, a good, a good friend of ours, a longtime Yellow Jacket supporter, Miss Sandy Stinger. Uh, she's not feeling well. She's in the hospital, and uh, I know she's listening tonight. And Miss Stinger, your presence here at the ball game is certainly missed. We really do miss you. We we hope you get well really really quick. And just uh, we just thank you so much for tuning us in tonight. And and we all miss you down here. Yeah, and, and, and Sandy, you know she she used to be at every softball game. She brought the, her parents the coolies uh, until they passed away. And Mr. Cooley uh, had his own spot there where he could park uh, in his little uh, sitting-type chair. and uh, But Sandy's Sandy's a mainstay in Bartow. She was on the Dixie Youth board forever. Forever, yeah. And uh, we love her, and uh, we wish her all the best. Absolutely. Here's the kickoff. We're going to get a flag on the kickoff. Whistles will stop this play. So we'll do it again. Offsides against Lake Wales, so back him up five, kick it again. Back deep to receive. You got Taylor back there, the speedster, wearing number 12. Kicking then, into a pretty good breeze, too. I think that breeze is blowing to towards the uh, west, isn't it, Mike? Yeah. You can see its flags over yeah. on the other side of the field. Maybe a little, maybe a little southwest. All right, so we'll assess the five-yard penalty for Lake Wales being offsides. Back it up to the 35-yard line. We're now kick off from there. 
back deep again. Taylor is back there. Uh, Murray, our man Murray, stands at about the 30-yard line. If they pooch it, Murray usually gets that one and he returns it. So we'll see what happens here with the Highlanders. The opening kickoff, Lake Wales versus Bartow. It sails down and taken there at the 15-yard line, 20-25. Galva. Galva. Brought down at the 27-yard line. Yeah, that was a great open field tackle. I mean, he put he put a body on him. You don't see that a lot in the open field. Yeah, you, you're exactly right. I mean, there was only two guys back that deep for Lake Wells, and one of them made the tackle. Our buddy Alex uh, Garth Washington uh, says we're sounding good all the way down in Miami. He's listening. Uh, he's down here on business. Man, Coach Garth is always jet-setting somewhere. I, I need to figure out what he does. I know. We need to borrow whatever jet that he uses. Exactly. And uh, use it ourselves sometimes. But okay. wish him all the best. K.J. Valentine is the quarterback. He's in the shotgun formation. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. The opening snap is going to be a quarterback keeper, and K.J. turns the corner. He's going to get three or four on the play. And Valentine It'll be second down and six. K.J. Valentine, he served a one-game mandatory suspension, and then the team put two more games on him, so he sat out three games. And there's a timeout on the field for an injured Highlander player on the far side of the field. Yeah, and the, uh, the Blake Johnson kid who came in, uh, he was he was really good. And Valentine's a senior, and, and Johnson's a, uh, a junior. And, and I think Johnson... Uh, Pretty well going to be in line for that uh, starting position next year once he gets a, you know, a full spring under his belt, gets in the weight room over the summer, things like that. Uh, he's a good-looking kid. The injured player was able to walk off the uh, field under his own power over there to the Highlander sideline. So here we go, second and second and six here for the Yellow Jackets from their own 30-yard line. Oh, come on. Offsides against Lake Wales. Yep. Barto did a little movement and reset their offense, and when they did that, the Highlanders jumped across the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they did a sh- They were doing a shift, and like four Barto players moved, which you're allowed to do as long as you're going parallel with the line of scrimmage, and uh, Lake Wales jumped. So that'll make it second and two for, Lake- for Barto at their own 35-yard line. And Lake Bartow just moving everybody everywhere, Bruce. I like this. A lot of activity. Now they're set. Here we go. And they're going to give it a little. Oh, the ball's on the ground. They try to do a little toss sweep, and Lake Wales recovers. That was a pass. They're saying it's a pass. Mike, did you see that? It looked like he kind of shoveled that I don't. I don't know, guys. I mean, I think he was handing that ball off, and that ball was knocked forward. So I think they're going to turn that over, and they're going to give that to Lake Wales. I think that's going to be – I think that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, but I do like the idea of the, of the movement. I do like the shift. I do like what Coach Eaton's doing here, moving everybody around, coming kind of throwing that defense off a little bit. Um, well, off, you off. know, being this late in the season, you get used to seeing a certain pattern. So I do like that. Yeah, they are still talking about it. The referees at midfield, all of them have gathered in for a conversation here. The offense won't come off the field. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a Lake Wells ball, guys. Unfortunately, it's going to be an incomplete pass. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm surprised. How about that? Really shocked on that one. All the referees got together and they discussed it, so it's going to be an incomplete pass. It's going to be third and two now for the Yellow Jackets at their own 34-yard line. We've got the drone up in the air again tonight. 
Because I think everybody's going with those drones. Because, like I said, fortunately, last week I was able to go watch that Fort Meade Frostproof game, and there was two drones in there that game. Yeah. All righty. So Lake Wales uh, thought they had the ball on the turnover. It's going to stay Bartow's possession. And, again, a lot of pre-snap movement here. Everybody in. They're going with the push. Is this going to be the brotherly shove? K.J. Valentine. It's hard to go two yards on a brotherly shove. They're going to be really close. I mean, if you're that close, you do it again. See where they mark it. Bird is saying they got it, but they're they're a half a yard short. Yeah, they didn't get it. It'll be fourth and one. And, Mike, you're right down there, fourth and probably even less than one. Yeah, it's like not even the length of a football, guys. It's going to be really, really close. They really got a really close. good favorable spot, didn't they? Yeah, they really did. They did. I, and you know, they're going to they're going to measure it and Eden I think keeps they're going to motion that it is a first down. Yeah, I think they're going to have it from where I'm standing at here guys about the 36 and a half yard line. It's going to be really close. I think they're going to have it. Maybe like the half length of a football. Oh, well, from so what I saw, they barely got across the 35. So that's a incredible spot. Yeah, I think they're going to be like the half of the length of a football, guys. Stretch the chains out, and we're going to be Oh, they're going to be an inch short. Just a couple inches there. Oh, my gosh, that's close. All right, what do you do, Bruce? Oh, you go. Absolutely. I mean, this is is nothing. I mean, this is... Yeah, you, this you, is just a game you got. You want to win. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go to the ball. You gotta set. You snap it, and you go with it. Every prognosticator has picked Lake Wales, and this is your chance to get a first down and move the sticks. Fourth and inches, Bartow from their own thirty-six yard line again. Everybody in tight, and it's going to be a oh, they get they get Lake Wales to jump. Lake Wales jumped. <laughs> first down. Yep, they're calling out against Lake Wells. Well, I tell you what, those Lake Wells coaches have to be just livid because you know they've looked at film all year long. They've seen Bartow getting teams to jump off sides. They've gotten pretty good at that. Yeah, and it's something that we've never done. We've had it done against us a bunch, but I'm glad he brought that part into his arsenal. First and 10, the Yellow Jackets after the five-yard offsides penalty against Lake Wales. Ball now spotted at the 42 First and ten, Yellow Jackets. The opening drive of the ball game right here. Johnson will dope. Direct, snap. direct snap to uh, number 25. That's going to be Himes. And Himes struggles to get back to the line of scrimmage. He might get he got about two about, yards. About, did about two. Okay, to the 45. Yeah. Travion Himes, the running back there, the sophomore running back. And he did get about three, Bruce. Yeah. Second down and seven. Clock runs at 6.50 here. No score. We're just underway. This is the opening possession of the ball game. Well, so far, he hasn't shown anything that they've seen on film. All this is new. Under center and another flag on the play. This may be Bartow. We're going to get a sideline warning against the Yellow Jackets. He, uh, that, that side judge has been hollering at um, Eden since the start of the game. And it, it started when Eden ran out on the field of uh, for the uh, the little turnover thing, yeah, yeah, yeah he got he got Eden's face on that one. So it's, it's just a warning this time. So it's second down and seven for the Jackets at their own forty-five. 
Put one man in motion. That's Thomas. They'll pitch it to Thomas, trying to get to the corner. Thomas is going to be wrapped up right at the line of scrimmage. Good pursuit by the Highlander defense. That was just beautiful. The linebackers just scraped the line of scrimmage. They they did not try to get penetration at all, and that's that's what you're taught as a linebacker. Is, is oh well, we got somebody down. That's that is Thomas. the ball carrier Thomas, but on his knees at the forty yard line. You're taught as a linebacker. You scrape the line of scrimmage. And they either have to turn into you or they have to go out of bounds. It's as simple as that. And beautiful tackle when he turned it upfield and he's hurt. We're going to take a timeout for an injury on the field. Bartow facing a third and seven. Nine oh two left here in the first quarter. No score in the ball game. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. The Yellow Jacket player Thomas gets up and he walks off the field under his own power. He'll sit out this play third and seven for the Jackets. And Valentine wants to throw. He does across Got the middle. It. Pass is caught. That's Williams. Beautiful Williams job. had enough forward yeah. progress for a first down. Yeah, yeah, he caught it about the uh, 46-yard line, which would be plenty enough for a first down. Yeah, if they give him four progression, that's going to be a first down. They're going to give him a good spot. So, uh, no, I guess now not. they're not. What? That's horrible. He oh, caught- they, yeah, they brought that ball way back. He caught it, as Bruce mentioned, about the 46-yard line. They're going to mark it right at midfield. Oh so it's going to be fourth goodness. and one. That that's, a, a that's a bad spot. spot. Bad spot, guys. And the thing is, the side judge on this side was running up the 45-yard line. So fourth and one for the Yellow Jackets. The ball just over the 50 in Highlander territory. But it's fourth and maybe fourth and one and a half. Valentine up under center. Himes is the deep back. Big Bird is the fullback. Illegal procedure called against the Yellow Jackets. I False think, start. I think he's going to get the timeout, guys. He's going to get the timeout, I believe. Uh, the, nope. Golly. Coach Eden was running on the sideline trying to get a timeout yeah. called before they throwed the flag on an illegal procedure. It's illegal procedure. They didn't get a timeout. Nope. Uh, uh, give it to him. Could have given him a timeout. Okay. So, timeout called by the Yellow Jackets. You know, today it's more important than ever to have a banking relationship you can truly count on. At Citizens Bank and Trust, we have a long-standing history of looking out for your future. We are local bankers here for you, your family, and your business. 100 years and counting. We are Citizens Bank and Trust, and we're proud to be your bank. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. No score in the ballgame, 744. Bartow with their opening possession here. Garth says uh, they even use the drone at the Little League games now. I mean, we were, back when I was down there, we were lucky enough to figure out what plays they were running. Now they got film. That's incredible. And they got cool uniforms. Yeah, they do. 
All right, here we go. Fourth down for the Yellow Jackets. They need a good one and a half yards for a first. That's important, his cool uniforms. Well, we were in poor boy nation back in those days. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback, he'll stand in the shotgun. Put Martin in motion. Jeremiah Martin, a little bit of beef, and it's going to be K.J. Valentine. Up the middle he goes. I don't think he made it. I think he's going to be short, guys. I think they're going to be like maybe a half a yard short or so. uh, Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, they brought Martin. I believe that was Martin. Wasn't that Martin coming across? And Martin dove into the line of scrimmage almost uh, like a scrum trying to push the line backwards, and they just got great penetration. That's just a matter of getting low. So the turnover on downs, Lake Wales will take over first and 10 at their own 49-and-a-half yard line. I still like it. I like everything they're doing so far. Our first opportunity to see the uh, Highlander offense go up against the very tough Yellow Jacket defense. The quarterback, he wears number five. Here's the snap. He's going to hand off. Nope, the quarterback's going to keep it. He's thrown for a loss. Davis. He lost five on that play. Number nine, Ladarius Davis with a sack. Quarterback for the Highlanders. He's a transfer from Auburndale and is number five. He's uh, Bryson Levidius. And Bruce Davis was all over that play. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's been that way all year. He gets that penetration, and he takes a beeline towards the deepest back. Here's the snap, and we got whistles. We'll stop this play. Again. That's going to be a procedure call against Lake Wills, guys. If they didn't stop the play, I would I would, I would decline that and make it third down. They yeah, must stop I, the play. I think the backfield was in motion toward the line of scrimmage before the ball was ever snapped. Offsides against the Highlanders. That'll back them up another five yards, make it second down and 20 for Lake Wales from their own 40-yard line. Yeah, and that's one thing. This Bartow defense has not really given up much this year. I mean, no, this Bartow defense has been stingy. Yeah, they've... Mike, has Elizabeth got that flag done for you yet? <laughs> Listen, don't start with that. <laughs> I have to have a talk with her about that. Bryson, the quarterback, here's the snap. He wants to throw. The right-hander slings it down the field. It's going to be intercepted. Got a flag It's picked there. off. At the 40-yard line by the Yellow Jackets. Returning it is Hampton. Hampton across the 40 to the 35, and another flag comes in. I hope this ain't against Bartow right now, here. I, I think what you're going to see here, guys, I think it's going to be an offensive It's going to be an offensive pass interference before the ball transferred control, transfer possession on this side. I seen a guy going for the quarterback, and he actually pushed him. Lake Wells pushed him down on the ground. But the flag here at the 49-yard line, I think you're going to see the offensive pass interference. Yeah, I I saw the receiver getting up off the ground. and uh, But what a great pick by Hampton. That's his fourth of the year. Yeah, he read the quarterback the whole way, and he saw that ball was going to be overthrown, and he just jumped it. The offense is leaving the field. Oh, yeah. All right, referees are discussing here. As I said, there's two flags on the play. Yeah, they just picked the one up at the 49. They left the one at about the 34-yard line. So, yep, holding against Bartow. And that was after? Personal foul against Lake Wells. So they offset. So we'll replay the down. Oh, oh man. That's not that good. Shame. Like that flag was right there in front of you, too. Yeah, that, I, don't, I don't know that I agree with that call, but 
We're not the white hats, and we're not the we're not the zebras on the field. So second down. <clears throat> second down. Twins to the left. Twins to the right. Uh, you know that'll make Lake Wells think think twice about going to that. Not really the deep pattern, but the mid mid route. You I know? Like, they were going about five yards yep. and turning around in pregame. Now a handoff to the right. The bark is given pursuit and he's going to get back the penalty yards plus so it's going to bring up a third down and 10 that was smith the ball carrier on that run third and 10 now for the highlanders the ball is at midfield allergies are a wonderful thing aren't they i love them i just love them can't get enough of them third and 10 here for the highlanders at midfield this is their opening possession of the ball game. No score. We're halfway through the first quarter. Take away the slant here. Twins left, twins right. Bryson drops straight back. He's under some pressure. Throws it. It's going to be over the head of everybody out of bounds. Incomplete. Boy, did you see him throw that? Mike, I mean, he. it's like his, his elbow was at his hip. Yeah, exactly. It was so low. Yep, yep, exactly. Timeout on the field for the mandatory water break, and we will take it as well. No score in the ball game. Six minutes left here in the first quarter. You're listening to the Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford. And the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beef's is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beef's, where game time meets family time. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. Lake Wells Highlanders in town to take on the Yellow Jackets. We are scoreless midway through the first quarter. Lake Wells facing a fourth and ten, and they're going to bring out the uh, punting unit and get this ball back over to the Highlanders, or back over to the Yellow Jackets. Taylor is back deep to receive the kick, along with Jadon Williams. He wears number seven. Mike, he's going to be kicking into a pretty good breeze. Is he? It's a fake. They're going to throw it, and the pass is going to be caught, and that is going to be complete to Simmons, and For Simmons sales. breaks down to the 35-yard line. Yeah. yeah that, and that was that was, that was was designed the whole way. Oh, I mean, yeah. He was just looking at him the whole way. He never had intentions of punting that ball away. On fourth down, the Highlanders go for it on a fake punt, and they get it. Yeah, they actually released the tight end, and the tight end comes out to the opposing flat. He had to throw that ball a good 40 yards across the field, but there was nobody within 10 to 15 yards from him. Yeah, exactly. First and 10 for the Highlanders now at the Yellow Jacket 34-yard line. Bryson, the quarterback, he'll take the snap, and he's going to hand it off. Tried to get it to Orr. Orr's their big running back, and he is bottled up by number nine, Mr. Davis. Yeah, Davis has been in on almost every tackle tonight. No gain on the play. Second and ten for the Highlanders. (laughs) 
Lake Region in front of Celebration, 14-8 after the first quarter. Did we pick that game? We did. I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember hearing Celebration. And second, rich, rich boy. Second and 10 for the Highlanders, and they sling it down the field. He sidearms that thing. Yeah, he did. He tried to Mahomes that thing and, and threw it about uh, about 90 miles an hour, and there was no way anybody was going to catch that ball. Yeah, he had a receiver in there, but it just bounced right off his hands. Third down and 10. Yeah, I did tell you the guy, it was, uh, I had Gateway playing Lake Region. I'm sorry about that. It was actually Celebration. That going to change your picks? Uh, wait a minute. Well, I ain't going against the rich boys. I mean, the the rich boys ain't going to get it done. All four people in the stands. Third and ten for the Highlanders. One man in motion. Bryson drops back. Looking, looking downfield. He slings it. Slant incomplete. Again, trying to connect with number ten, LeGrand. I incomplete. You, I tell you what, Jihad Brown laid off. I, he he had the opportunity to just deplete that guy with his arms way up in the air, Mike, and he laid off him. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not against doing that. I ain't uh, because here's my thing. I'm gonna make that guy think twice about extending himself out for that ball the next time. You betcha. I'd have um, stuck a shoulder in him and and just cut him right in half without a heartbeat. Because I guarantee you, for the next three quarters of play, he'll think about that catch again. Fourth down. Fourth and ten for the Highlanders. Offense on the field. Here's the snap. Bryce looks across the middle of the field. It's gonna be incomplete. Trying to find Johnson on the slant, and he's incomplete. He, he's just putting too much mustard on the ball. He does not have to. I mean, he's literally winging that thing like it's a, a, a I say, a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, but, I mean, it's just too, too hard. Yeah, he's trying to knock the numbers off his receivers is what he's doing. But he, he hadn't he hit him in the numbers. Yeah, he, They're having to reach for it, and it makes it almost impossible to catch. Yeah, he's going to have to take some of that off to allow his receivers to have the chance to catch that thing. So the Highlanders will turn it over on downs. Lake Wales with that opening position stalls. So Bartow first and 10 at their own 35-yard line. Lake Wales playing a cover three, one deep safety. K.J. Valentine in the backfield. Again, pre-snap movement. A lot of jackets moving around. They reset now. Everybody in tight. Here's the snap. K.J. Valentine right up the middle. He goes. He's across the 35, and K.J. near the 40. And, and I'm, I'm definitely not against that because I'm telling you, four or five yards of play, and you control the clock, you win the ball game. It'll win you a ball game. Exactly. You get four yards of pop, yep. you win a football game. Exactly. Period. Second and five for the Yellow Jackets. All right, Bruce, I'm going to try to get back on your good graces here with my scores. Parish Community, 20. George Jenkins, 6. Woohoo! Got that one right. Second down and five for the Yellow Jackets at their own 40-yard line. No score in the ball game. Four minutes left here in the first quarter. Here's the snap. Valentine with it. Rolls to his left. Throws downfield. And it's going to be incomplete. Oh, yeah. And there's flags on the play as he tried to connect with Jason Williams. Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, guys, that was almost great, a great defensive play. But he reached over him. And I guess got a, got an arm on his shoulder, Mike, and that's what drew the flag. Yeah, absolutely. He was wide open. I mean, I think that ball was just a little underthrown. 
like you said, if he could have just pitched that ball about another two or three yards deeper, I think that would have been six for Bartow right there. But with him having to turn around and come back to it, Bart- Lakewell's doing the best they could do to defend that thing, and they, they knew they just had to interfere with that uh, to stop that pass. A 15-yard pass interference call against the Highlanders will move the ball into Lake Wales territory at the 47. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Again, no score here in the first quarter. 3.37 left. Now the referees will make a minor adjustment to the spot of the ball, move it closer to the 46-yard line. We've seen a lot of different things from Bartow's offense that yeah, we haven't and, seen all year. And Roland Valentine out to his left is a difficult pass, but he seems to have it mastered, and now it looks like they're in a wildcat. Here's the snap, and again, right up the middle, this is going to be number 23, and that is going to be uh, Glover, and Glover's thrown back. Yeah, they, they actually just slid Valentine over to the tailback spot. Hey, Bruce, looks like that both Valentine and the running back both have their arms extended yes. like they're ready to extend. Yeah. So you, you're kind of confusing the defense which one's going to get yeah. it. Again, another wrinkle we haven't seen all year. I, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying this game right now. Yeah, I, I love the movement that Coach Eaton has put into this offensive line. So it's gonna he gets four on the play. So it's going to be second down and six here for the Yellow Jackets. The ball at the Highlander 42-yard line. Big Quavion Bird lining up in the uh, backfield as a lead blocker. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback. Here's the snap. And again, Valentine will roll to his left. He throws back, and he's going to throw this one out of bounds. Yeah. Incomplete. I, I, he, he did basically what uh, Lake Wales did on the punt, where he rolls all the way to his left and then tries to throw it back right. But Lake Wales wasn't biting, so he just throws it deep out of bounds. Yeah, and I think his receiver, I think they were on a different page there because the receiver was running a post pattern, and he was throwing an out. So it's going to be third and six here for the Yellow Jackets. Stops the clock at 2.35 here left in the first quarter. No score in the ballgame. Well, Lake Wales with that deep safety, although now they've gone to a cover two. So now they've got two deep safety. And um, now they switch back to three with a single safety. Here's the snap. And K.J. Valentine turns. That's Might tough. have been a mix-up in the backfield. No, I, I think there was a design play there to try to get Lake Wells to pull to the outside to follow. And I just think Lake Wells just crashed in on that one. It'll be fourth down. I think I would have rather him handed that one off, though, because they had it. They had it blocked at the line for sure. They'll lose one on the play to be fourth and seven, and that's going to send Valentine back into punt formation here for the Yellow Jackets. Try to pin the Highlanders deep in their their side of the field. So we, we've had pretty good success in the backfield with with Mullis punting the ball away. I'm just kind of wondering why we all of a sudden went back to KJ. Well. I think Mullis is is just needs to practice a little more with the snap, with the with things like that. Getting some more confidence is all he needs. Delay of game called against the Yellow Jackets. That'll back him up five. I mean, Valentine hasn't hasn't been good the last five or six times he's punted. He's punted it almost straight out of bounds, but uh, with that spat. On his ankles, you know how he's got that blue ta- tape on his ankles. You know that's hard for him to extend that toe and you know straighten that foot out to be able to punt. 
So maybe going to Mullis might be the idea. Purdy is back deep to receive the kick. Here it is. Oh, it's a That's beauty a from... And it's going to be taken on the run at the 10-yard line by Purdy. He's at the 20-30 up the sideline. Here he goes. He's across midfield and knocked out of bounds by Williams on the far side of the field. Man, he had some speed. He just he didn't hesitate, and in three steps, he was full speed. Yeah, he took that thing to their sideline, and he was just gone upfield with no, with, without a doubt. Canellas Purdy, the freshman, 6'1 freshman, Bruce, at 190 pounds. He's a freshman. That's what it says here on my wow. roster. 6'1", 190 with that kind of speed. Oh, my goodness. First and 10 for the Highlanders in Yellow Jacket territory at the 39. And what, 14 years old as a freshman? He lines up as a wide receiver on the near side here. That's about right. Price from the quarterback. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a handoff off the middle. Goes Orr trying to find some room. And Orr plows down to the 36-yard line. 71 degrees on a beautiful night. The first uh, Friday in November. You're listening to WWBF Bartow. Thank you so much for joining us for Yellow Jacket Football, taking on the uh, Lake Wales Highlanders tonight. Yeah, that temperature is going to keep dropping during the game, just getting nicer and nicer and nicer. We got some racing after this too, don't we, Jeff? We sure do. As soon as we're done with football, we're going to head out to, to Phoenix for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship. They're going to drop the green flag right about 10-10-10. So um, we'll get you out there as soon as we're done with the football. Jeff, the best thing I can say is have the jet warmed up. We'll be ready to go. You got it, brother. There's a flag on the play, a second down and six run. Yeah, number 54 was holding. Uh, they're fixing it. They're fixing it. No, they don't do that. There's a little bit of uh, emotions being yeah. shown there, Andy. It's going to be I don't know. I couldn't tell who it was on number 14, but... He wasn't doing right, and 14 was coming up hot, and luckily a couple cooler heads grabbed him and pulled him back out. Ten-yard holding penalty while you marched off against the Highlanders. Left tackle for Lake Wales was in on the hold. So they'll move it, make it second down, and about 15 from the Yellow Jacket 45-yard line. Why is the clock not running? running. There it goes. Okay. 30 seconds left here in the first quarter. No score in the ball game. Here's the snap on a second down and 15. Handoff or again. Or gets back to the original line of scrimmage. Maybe a yard short. It'll be it'll be third down and 11. That'll be the last play of the quarter. Young man down there in the Navy uniform. Can't tell if it's military school or military. He doesn't look old enough to be an officer in the military, so. Where's he at? Right up here coming up the steps by the, yeah, that's a military school from somewhere. That's the final play of the first quarter. No score in the ballgame between the Highlanders and the Yellow Jackets. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. You'll always get great prices at Budget You Pull of the Bartow. Here's Craig. We have starters for $20, alternators for $20, AC compressors for $31, every door is $55, and motors are $200. Budget You Pull it, Highway 60 East. When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Black Welder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Black Welder Induce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager. 
You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith's Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith's Spray Service, for over 50 years. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. No score in the first quarter. We're ready to start the second. And the Highlanders facing a third and 12. Here's a handoff to Orr. Orr up the middle he goes. And Orr's going to be brought down near the 35-yard line. It'll be fourth down. Yeah, that was a beautiful draw play as they run. They act like they're running the reverse. The tailback never moves. And then after they fake the reverse, he's just standing there and they hand it to him like a old-fashioned draw play. Presentation being done right now at midfield as uh, Bartow Booster Club president Neil Duncan, along with our principal and athletic director, making the announcement that there's going to be a renovation over at Bill Fevis Field, the Bartow High School baseball stadium, where they're going to do a full infield renovation prior to the start of this year. And uh, from the Legacy Next campaign. Here's a pass. It's going to be incomplete on the far side of the field, but uh, good to see that the baseball yeah. field will be redone this year. Yeah, very excited about that. I believe that was uh, Murray that broke up that pass. What a beautiful job as they were running just a streak route down the sideline, and he's able to catch up and knock it out of his hands. Yeah, I think I think Lake Wills was really wanting to pass interference on that, but when you watch, I mean, being down here on the field, being able to see those guys go at it hand in hand, I mean, they were both going for the ball, so there's just no way you could call that a pass interference. And to get back what uh, Jeff was talking about, that's just another great thing Neil Duncan has done as the booster club president for this for Bartow. You know, the the baseball team, the softball team, of course, the huge uh, sports complex over in the East End Zone. Uh, he, the only thing he didn't do is get us a turf field. Yeah, we're still waiting on that, right? I won't let him. I won't let him go on that one. The ball is turned over on downs, first and ten in Lake. And Barton wants to call a timeout. Eleven oh five left here in the first half. No score in the ball game. Barton with a first and ten from their own thirty-five yard line. Be Barton's second timeout. Hey, guys, real quick, something that I want to bring to you guys' attention. I know we're, we're kind of winding down the football season, but when we're winding down this football season, we're, we're rolling into cheerleading season. This is actually the cheerleading season because after this all winds down, we roll into a full competition season for these cheerleaders. So hopefully I'll get with Coach Jolliffe here in a little bit, and we can talk a little more in depth about what's going to happen for the cheerleading competition season. Uh, here, let me explain it to you. It'll be... Uh, here we oh, go. We'll, oh, we got a professional sitting right yes. there. We'll win every tournament that we <laughs> enter. We'll win a state championship. We'll win a national championship. And we just might go ahead and win a world championship. Let's go ahead and get nationals and just, just yeah, it's pretty, wipe the board with it. It's a pretty easy education. Following the Yellow Jacket timeout, Bartow first and 10 from their own 36-yard line. Put Jason Williams in motion. Here's the snap. Hand off to Himes. Himes turns the corner or tries to on the far side. And Lake Wales strings it out. Maybe maybe one yard, maybe two. Those linebackers are so disciplined. I mean, how he wasn't able to cut in between somebody is just beyond me. It'll be second and nine for the Yellow Jackets. And our buddy David Music saying, let's go, Bartow. We will uh, 
agree with him on that for sure. Playing the number one, got to be one of the top few teams in the state right now. Lake Wales playing them extremely tough. Jackets now will spread out the offense. Empty backfield. Two receivers left, two receivers right. A big tight end in there. Here's the empty backfield and flags on the play. Flags will stop it. The flag again thrown by the referee right in front of the Yellow Jacket bench. Is this a procedure? It was. False start against Bartow. Didn't need to see that. No, oh, you're never in the you're way. You're never in our way, Coach Jolliffe. <laughs> All right, so let him back him up five, make it second down and 14 for Bartow. See if they come out with the same set. This time everybody's in tight. That big number 88, Martin, in there. Seen him throw it out of this formation a couple of times, roll out and throw it. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun. He will hand it off to Himes. Himes tries to off-tackle play, gets across the 30 to the 31, but that's about it. Yeah, that, what they did was they had they had all the power set up to the right side, and Valentine takes off like he's going to roll out and hands it back off to the left, trying to get their going in one direction. But uh, once again, Lake Wales very disciplined, not biting. You talked about the cheerleader tournaments coming up uh, starting next week. And our head cheerleader coach, Lori Jolliffe, came up here to the stands, and she sent an instruction down to watch her team perform. She's she's coaching. So is she up with you guys now? She's right in front of us. She's in front front of us. Well, listen, I think you guys just got to drag her to the booth with you guys. (laughs) And just go ahead and do it from up there. Because I told her, I said, listen, we need to talk about this upcoming cheerleading competition. She is focused right now. K.J. Valentine on a third down. Rolls out, throws. The pass is going to be caught. Yeah, he should have run that ball. He gets about a yard out of it with the – no, he gets about six yards out of it. Yes, it is complete. So it'll be fourth and nine. So you punt it. But he could have run that ball and, and gotten a little bit more. So that's going to put the Yellow Jackets back in punt formation. We get to kick it again to Purdy. We don't want to find that number 17 for the Highlanders again. No, I think I'd go back to shanking it out of bounds if, if that's what he's going to get every time he touches the ball. Yeah, she's on the phone. She's Mike, pointing. And she is pointing. And she's straightening them out. And I'm telling you what. Champion. Right there. KJ, I mean, she's got me wanting to move left right now. KJ Valentine, here goes the punt, and this one is off the side of his foot. He did <laughs> oh shank this one. Oh, my God, almost in the – It almost went in the stands. Visitor stands. Yeah. That can't be an eight-yard punt, guys. It's, Coaching never ends. Coaching never ends. That's a five-yard punt. It really is. Look at her. She's rolling them up. Yay. I didn't mean five-yard punt. Oh, my Valentine. gosh. I'm, so the punt goes out of bounds. Bartow, uh, at the Bartow, 42-yard line. Lake Wales, first and 10 uh, from the Yellow Jacket, 42. It's hard to watch the game when you got world champion yeah. coach. Now she's, now she's filming. But she, I mean, Bartow's playing so good right now. And and you don't want to give them any advantage. And, and a five-yard punt is wow. just really ridiculous. Quarterback is uh, Bryson for the Highlanders. First and 10, Lake Wales. Here's the snap. 
handoff. Orr, Orr is wrapped up at the line of scrimmage. He plows forward for one, and that's about it. Oh, imagine who was there. Uh, number nine, Davis. Jihad Brown also in on the tackle as well, but Davis again. And I tell you what, watching those cheerleaders, it's hard to take your eyes off of them when they're doing all these stunts and things. Second and nine for the Highlanders at the Yellow Jacket 41. Here's the snap. And again, it's going to be Orr right up the middle. He goes, and he finds some tough sledding in there. Maybe he gets another yard. It'll be third and eight. That big uh, Quavion Bird getting up off that one. You know, when you talk about taking your eyes off these cheerleaders, it, it's it's a great thing that they actually started including these cheerleaders as athletes because they are. They are truly athletes. When you look at the... When you look at the training that they, these girls and these guys go through, they're just they're in as much training as a football player, as year a swimmer, round. as a baseball, as softball. They're in it. They're in it year round, like you just said, year round. They're there. Their schools offered full ride scholarships for for men and, and young ladies that are out third, there. Third and nine, Bryson. Oh, great job. Third and nine, Bryson throws it downfield, and he intended receiver got one hand on the ball, and then he was popped pretty good by a yellow jacket. Yeah, Jihad Brown comes over and does give him the what for, but a little bit too high for him to come down with. But still, but he, he I, didn't lead with his helmet. No, nope. he popped him on his with the shoulder, which is how you how you're taught to do it. That was good defense right there. Yeah, they're going to go for it here, guys. Fourth down, fourth and eight for the Highlanders at the Yellow Jacket forty yard line. Their kicker could kick the ball. It'd be a... Bryson in the uh, shotgun. Here's the snap. He wants to throw. Slaying across the middle. It's intercepted. Jackets at the 45-yard line. Across midfield. 45 at the 40. That's Clark. Yeah. Audrey Clark with the interception on fourth down. That's your basic Tampa 2 right there, guys, where the middle linebacker drops back in coverage. The quarterback never sees him, and he throws it up. Clark is like 6'3". When he goes up in the air, he can go 10, 11 feet with his arms. So he just pulls that ball out of the sky, and it's off to the races. Yeah, the worst place he could have threw the ball is where he threw it at because you got the tallest player on the field playing that position right there. Second turnover, second interception tonight for the Jacket yeah. defense. What a great job by Clark reading the quarterback. I mean, that's just... That's pure, well-taught zone coverage. We're halfway through the the second quarter. No score in the ball game. Bartow now with the ball in Highlander territory at the 39 on a first and 10. What's shaping up to be a very exciting, entertaining ball game. Watch these girls. Oh, they just brought them down smoothly that time. Like, sometimes they'll flip... K.J. Valentine in the shotgun. Now he'll step up, go up under center. Again, Jackets showing a lot of pre-snap movement and resetting the offense. Big Quavion Bird is the deep batter, the second man through, and he throws a huge block, and Glover crosses the 35 to the 34. Yeah, really good job by Glover. He hits a hole hard, and now they're going tempo, guys. Quickly to the line of scrimmage, second and five for the Yellow Jackets. Again, under center, and again, they're going to hand it off to... And they sling, the whistles were being blown, and they slung Glover to the ground. Yeah, but I got no issues with that. I mean, he's a, he's a running back, and it wasn't like he, I don't know, he, he didn't smash him. He spun him, and 
Yeah, the play was, play was already in progress. Yeah. You're not just going to stop midstream and, and try to hold somebody up. I mean, he was already in a in the motion. I mean, you, you just can't stop that. The play was stopped because of a timeout called by Lake Wales. And uh, Eden, he, Eden wants a flag, and I understand. If I was on the field, I'd be screaming for a flag, too. But from up here, we can see that it's, it's, it is... It was just a, a hard tackle. Well, and what Lake Wells saw, Lake Wells saw that Bartow was successful on that run. Bartow wanted to pick up the tempo and run it, and that they had that defense kind of just it, discombobulated there and didn't know where to really be set at. And by the time they could get set, Lake Wells was calling that timeout to try to slow Bartow down. I bet you Bruce could text Coach Jala and she'd come up here and see him. Oh, yeah. I don't know but why I, he doesn't. I'm telling you, Coach Peavy is like – no, he let me up a little while ago, too. He's been quiet He wants to then. know Listen, what Coach, year the movie Duck Soup was made with the Marx Brothers. So it's got to be like, like 32 to, no, probably around Coach Peavy's uh, middle age, so it was probably about 48. Hey, Coach, check this out. Google it. I was going to say this. All righty, following the uh, timeout by the Highlanders. Second and five for Bartow. Stoppage and play were. And listen, I got to tell you right now, the only reason Coach Jolliffe would reply to me is if she felt like replying to me. So I don't want to hear nothing. (laughs) Oh, please. All right, here we go. Second and five. Jackets again with some pre-snap movement, and the KJ will reset now in the shotgun. <laughs> and Lake Jump. Wales jumps again. Lake Wales offsides again. I'm really close to a first down. Yeah, that's either going to make it second and really, really short, or it's going to make it first down, guys. The referees will march it off. A couple of good strides, and uh, going to be a first down. Yeah, first down. Timeout while they move the change. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets now at the 29 yard line. Girls go. They're all going to go. Looks like uh, Glover now in the uh, quarterback position. Nope, it's going to be KJ Valentine. He will take the handoff, and he is caught behind the line of scrimmage and slung backwards to the 34. Boy, number four likes to be slinging people. I'll tell you that. He's a stout young man. I mean, he's going to be a wrestler or something. The way he, you know, spins him to the ground like that—that's kind of like a wrestling move. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't look very big to you guys up there in that up there in the box. But down here on the field, he's a pretty stout young man. So his he, legs are big. Yeah. So when he wraps you up, you're you're pretty much going wherever he wants you to go. Timeout on the field for the uh, mandatory water break. There's no score in the ball game. How about a quick little scoreboard update brought to you by the staff at Lawrence Plumbing. They want to extend best wishes to the Yellow Jackets. Lawrence Plumbing has been serving uh, Polk County for over 50 years. They handle both residential and commercial jobs. It's Lawrence Plumbing. They do the dirty work. All right, Bruce, here you go. Parish Community 34, George Jenkins 6. <laughs> Payne City over Toho 6 to nothing. What? Bishop Moore leads Kathleen 21 to nothing. Uh-huh. And Lake Gibson over Lake Mineola 7 to 6. Oh, that's short-lived. That surprises me. That's short-lived. <laughs> and uh, Lake Region over Celebration, 14-8. to eight. 
I had Lake Region playing somebody else, and I apologize for that. Yeah, it really threw me off. I did. He, he messed us all up on that one, guys. That's an automatic win for us I'll, and a loss for you. And a loss for me. Yes. Second and 13 for the Yellow Jackets. Now I see why Jeff's leading this competition. <laughs> Just make up my own teams. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun, empty backfield. Here's the snap. K.J. wants to throw toward the end zone, looking for Jason Williams. It's over the head and incomplete. Yeah, yeah, Williams turned around. Williams couldn't get his footing underneath him trying to backpedal. It was just it was just all miscombobulated there. Also double coverage into the Highlanders. Yeah. All right, so it'll be third down. Third and 13 for the Yellow Jackets. No score in the ballgame. Mike, is it getting about jacket time down there? Uh, Man, uh, listen, guys, I, I'm telling you, I like the cool weather, yeah. so it is absolutely beautiful down here tonight. This is football weather for me. Third and 13 here for the Yellow Jackets. Valentine sets up a little screen on the near side. He's got it to Thomas. Thomas puts his head down after the reception, crosses the 30 near the 27, and they say it's a fumble. fumble. Lake Wales recovers. No way, guys. I mean, I just I can't see how they called that. Um that's, that's happened right in front of the Yellow Jacket bench. Yeah, and we couldn't see. The players were blocking our view where the where the tackle was happening, Mike. So you had the best view at that angle. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty chintzy call uh, to turn that ball over. I mean, he was in the air when he was. I mean, so when they hit him, he was in the air. He put the ball on the ground with his right hand, and uh, they they called that a fumble. Yeah, I don't see. I didn't see Eden arguing it a whole lot, but I go with your I mean, view. So here you are. You're, you're inside the 28-yard line. Lake Wells really hasn't impressed me a whole lot tonight, doing moving the ball a whole lot. So, I mean, is it really a, a big negative? I mean, I don't, I don't know. You don't want to turn the ball over, but the defenses yeah, are standing tall. Here's a little pitch by the Highlanders. They get it out to Orr. Orr crosses near the 30. Picks up about three on the play to be second and seven. I tell you what, that – receiver was holding Galva at the corner and he was not able to turn that back inside as quickly as he would have wanted to. Referees will make it a four-yard pickup, so we'll call it second down and six now for the Highlanders at their own 31-yard line. Lake Wells will send three receivers on the far side of the field. That's Bryce them in the shot. Oh. And, and the Highlanders jump on offsides on the offense. And you have Williams coming up, and he was hop-stepping uh, to the line of scrimmage. But the, the, the false start was from the guard on the far side, so I don't think he. So that'll back up Lake Wells five yards, make it second down and 12. That was well, good. So, again, Lake Wales with three receivers on the far side of the field. Price them in the shotgun. Blitz coming Here again. comes the Yellow Jackets under pressure. He's flushed out of the pocket. Swing with the ball. And big number nine gets him down. That's Davis. <laughs> Ladarius Davis with the sack. My God. That two of them for him tonight? Yeah. If if I was a college coach, I'd be drooling all over this kid. Oh. Of course, you know, we got Bird sign, a couple other signs, but this Davis is Unreal. He'll lose about three on the play. We'll call it third and 15 for, for the Highlanders at the, at the, uh, at the Highlander 23-yard line. Bryson 
in the shotgun. Wants to throw. He does. Downfield. And there's going to be a flag on the play. Shouldn't be a flag. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to throw. I mean, that can't be pass interference. He was looking back at the ball. He's he's calling interference. I don't know how he's calling that. That's that's just totally ridiculous. Oh, that's just gut-wrenching right there. Well, they are going to drop the flag against the Yellow Jackets on the far side of the field covering the wide receiver. I mean, I wish they had instant replay so you could see that one because both those guys were running stride for stride down the sideline. That and was, that's that was, what it looked like over yeah, here. Yeah, there was nothing. Nobody was pulling and grabbing, pushing or anything like on each other. So, 15-yard penalty will give the Highlanders a first down. First and 10, Lake Wales <sighs> at their own 37-yard line. Four minutes left here in the first half. No score in the ballgame. Well, the deal is in football is the defense has as much right to the football as the offense does. And if he's looking back for the football the same way the receiver is, there is no interference. They're both going for the football. Twins to the left, twins to the right. Here's the snap. Hand off to Orr. Orr makes his way through the line. Orr's got to be a break. flag on that play. Yeah, he's holding it in the line of down to the 45-yard line. He'll pick up 16 yards on that run. Yeah. Jason Williams uh, makes a tackle playing that uh, safety spot. That's Orr's best run of the night, a gain of 16 into Yellow Jacket territory. First and 10, Lake Wales. And that's the way it's been all year. If, if they can make it to that second level, that's when teams get good yardage on us. If, but it's so hard to get past that massive defensive line, those two linebackers. Ball spotted at the Bartow 45-yard line. Jackets again hey, showing some pressure, again. and the yeah, Highlander offensive, offensive yeah. line moves again. Yep. It's that same guard. Well, you saw Bartow bringing the pressure on that one. You see him creep into the line of scrimmage, and you got that offensive line to move. That guard wants to come off the field. He wasn't pulled off the field. He was motioning to the sideline. He needed to come off the field. So the ball now spotted at midfield, so it's first and 15 for the Highlander. Sideline lays down. I'm sorry, Jeff. I didn't mean to interrupt. Are you good? Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Orr standing right next to the quarterback. Bryson, here's the snap, and they'll give it to Orr. Orr at midfield, 45, across the 45, down to the 42, 43-yard line. He gets the penalty yardage back, plus a couple more to be third and about eight. Third and eight for the Highlanders. We have the SEC football report coming up for you at halftime. Get you ready for all the action tomorrow, including the Gators and Arkansas. Yeah, that'll be a pretty good uh, football game. Andy, who's Miami playing this week? I'm not sure. Does it matter? Uh, McNeese State. <laughs> the Seminoles are playing. They won their last two. I'll give them that much. <laughs> Barely in overtime. <laughs> so, second and eight for the Highlanders. Trips to the near side. Hand off again to Orr. And Orr is caught at the line of scrimmage. He might get one out of the play. I don't even think he gets one, guys. I think he maybe get back to the original line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Florida State's another team that hasn't played anybody this year. I mean, and I think the team that that, that may come up and bite them is Louisville, if they're even on the schedule. Florida State's at Pitt, by the way. Oh, that'll be a blowout. Third and eight here for the Highlanders. 
Pitt can't get out of their own way this year. Ball at the Bartow 43-yard line. Bryson calls for it. The right-hander wants to throw. He does. And a little fade route. It's going to be incomplete over the head of everybody. Got a flag here at the 40-yard line, about the 38. That flag will be on the opposite field of where the ball was thrown. Still out there and grab that thing, Mike. Yeah, there's got to be a hold on the corner if it's right there in that area. Face, Face mask, mask against Bartow. Yeah, maybe he grabbed, he put some hands on him, and when he did, he got up in his face. That's 15. No, he only did a five. Okay. So it's going to remain third down, but a third and about uh, about three? Yeah. It, it changes the whole play calling, though. I mean, this is a run pass. This is four down territory. This is everything you can you can think of right now. Yeah, I think this is about the deepest that either team has been against the other team. And this quarterback, all he's been doing is throwing it up because every time he's tried to throw it across the middle, he's been picked. Yeah, he hasn't had any any success. Third and three for the Highlanders. That's at surprising. the Barto thirty-eight yard line. They got a. Now they're playing to move around. Everybody in tight. Here's the uh, handoff. The running back will hit the 35, and he stopped right there. Yeah, they, they went with a, a backwards wishbone, and then they changed it into a power eye. And, and a, flag a flag comes in late. But it's going to be a first down, yeah, I and think then the flag. Just, I just can't imagine them waiting so late to blow the whistle on that play, guys. I mean, Bartos says it's... On Lake Wales. All the Bartow defensive players are real excited that it's against Lake Wales. We'll see what the referees have to say. Mike, it looked like he got enough for the first down pending the penalty. Yeah, he got just inside the 35-yard line, which should be enough for a first down. Yes, it uh, will be. But the flag's laying back at about the 37, yeah, 38 that's a dead ball line. foul. That, that came out when the scrum was going on at the end. So it'll be a first down, and then they'll back them up. Or else they're going to offset them. Oh, Pat over there playing the, the Jeopardy music. Unsportsmanlike conduct, Lake Wales. Dead ball, unsportsmanlike conduct, Bartow. They offset, results of the plays a first down. I hate these offsetting penalties. Man, I ain't like into no offsetting penalties. Yeah, I mean, that just that's just an easy out. That's just an easy out. So the ball just over the 35-yard line of Bartow. First and 10, Lake Wales. Starting the clock. 128 to play in the first half. No score in the ball game. Under center now, Bryson, the quarterback. He'll turn, and he wants to throw. Got him the open back. this time. It's going to be caught at the 25-yard line. The 15 flipped upside down. That is Marlowe on the reception. That time they released the tight end. They had him closer in the slot position. And um, the receiver, the wide receiver, he stays in the flat. And so the corner stays on him, and he just runs out. There's no safety help over the top, and he's wide open. First in goal for the Highlanders just inside the 10-yard line. Again, the quarterback, Bryson, up under center. Handed off Orr. Orr jumps over the line, gets down to about the seven. And a flag comes in. This is going to be on Lake Wells, I do believe. He was shoving a Bartow player right in front of the referee. He had hold hold of Davis and just was really getting serious. 
Personal foul, Lake Wales. 15-yard march off against the Highlanders. It's close where he could be tossed. Timeout. Lake Wales will take a timeout as well. One minute left to play here in the first half. No score in the ball game. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. The Kelly Automotive Group is proud to make sports broadcasts here on WBF possible. From the Yellow Jackets to NASCAR, this is Tyler Kelly inviting you to visit any of our five locations to see why we're proud to be your dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Pallet One of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet One offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet One team today. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. Cross arms, Mike. Cross arms. That's the voice of Bruce Edmond. Mike Ayers is on the sideline. Andy and I are up in the booth with Bruce. All right, here we go. Second and goal for the Highlanders. After the 15-yard penalty, it's all the way back to the 21. And they're going to give it to Orr, and uh, Orr is wrapped up. Do I have to say his name? Mr. Uh, Davis. He's going to lose about a yard or so on that play, guys. That's like six tackles and two sacks already. See big number nine flashing across the back of the uh, of the ball carrier, bringing him down. He'll lose two. Third down for Lake Wales. Third and goal from the 23. No jumping, no penalties, no nothing, because this is goal. 27 seconds and counting left in the first half. To hold them to no points so far, that's, that's that defense is back. Under center is Bryson turning. Now he wants to throw, looking. Everybody's covered. Now he's going to roll and throw. The pass is incomplete. I believe. I'm not for sure that he wasn't past the line of scrimmage. That's a good question, Mike. I thought the same thing. He was was well beyond the line of scrimmage when he passed that ball because the line of scrimmage was back at about the 23-yard line, and he was inside the 20 when he threw that ball. That's a loss of down, too, so that would back him up and make it fourth down. But... As Andy talked, uh, they got good kickers, and hopefully he didn't. Illegal forward pass is the call against uh, the Highlanders. Loss of down, so it'll be fourth down. They bring in their kicker. He can kick it from that Six, distance. 36. It'd be yeah, uh, about a 42, 43-yard. I don't know. It might be a little long for him. He was, he was booting that ball. Fourth down at the uh, 27-yard line. It's fourth and goal. It. This is no good, guys. 44. Mike, does he got the wind behind him a little bit? Uh, he may have a little bit, but I, there's really not a lot of breeze down here on the field, guys. He's kicking it toward Broadway here at Bartow, which would be toward uh, the west end zones. The kicker for the Highlanders is uh, Rivera, Isaac Rivera. I mean, you guys see the flag. It's in the the uh, east end zone, and it's, there's not much movement to it. No. On the... On the visitor stands, those flags are moving, but I, as you're saying, down on the field, probably not feeling it. So they're going to set the tee down, Bruce, right about the 33. Well, now they're going to call a timeout. Yeah, 43-44 yard field goal. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Lake Wales calls a uh, timeout. Reminder, right after our football game tonight, stay with us. We're going to head to Phoenix for the Craftsman Truck Series Championship. 
They're going to drop the green flag shortly after 10 o'clock, so we'll get out there and uh, pick up four, all that action. Do you know who the four truck drivers are that are running for the championship? Um, I know the... the uh, uh, I'll ask Coach Peavy. Hoskovar? Uh, uh, Hoskovar? Yeah, who's been driving a lot of cup. He's, he's won. Hey, guys, I'm just going to tell you up front, we got a special guest coming on right here before halftime. Yes. We're going to turn it over to Coach Jolliffe here. So I'm going to let Coach Jolliffe do the last 11 seconds with you guys before half, and then you guys can talk about the upcoming awesome cheerleading competition that we have coming up for these Bartow High School cheerleaders. Here we go. 43-yard field goal. Okay. This is going to be no good. It's well short. It bounces on the blue and and a checkerboard in the background. So six seconds left in the first half. No score in the ball game. We are happy to be joined. By Coach Jolliffe, our our awesome cheerleader. Coach, we got to see you for a few minutes up here in the stands doing some coaching up there. How you doing? You ready for the competition? Absolutely. Good evening. How are y'all doing here? I loving this football weather tonight. It is yes, gorgeous. Ma'am. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, and I love I love being out here. Um, seeing our booster club and our our community out here. It's something special to be a part of Bartow. Um, year after year, this is year twenty one for me, and it's the best place to ever be. Bartow's going to take a kneel down here to end the third quarter. But, Coach Jolliffe, tell us about the schedule for the cheerleading competitions coming up. Yes, sir. We um, have 11 competitions this season. Um, They start in two weeks. Um, Next weekend, we're going to have our um, big choreography cleanup weekend where we'll practice um, all day for those two days to get ready. And the following weekend, it's every weekend. um, Anywhere from here in Bartow on December 2nd at Chase Estate all the way on that uh, road to Nationals, we hope, at Disney. My, my prediction is uh, 11 competitions, 11 victories, one state championship, a national championship, and then if you feel like it, go ahead and win the world again. I like that. I like that. Thank you all so much for your support always. Hey, we co- love you guys. Hey, hey, Coach, you just had some seniors graduate on the squad. How many How many senior cheerleaders on the squad this year? There are 11. There are 28 on the um, team and 11 seniors total, and it's a great group, and um, we're looking forward to this season. Um, that's why I was up there a little bit earlier. I was recording, just trying to get a different aerial view. And so that way you got to see some sneak peeks uh, stuff. And I hope that y'all enjoyed it because it's going to be a great season. Absolutely. We always enjoy seeing the cheerleaders. We, and you do a tremendous job, you and your and your assistant coaches as well, Coach Jolliffe. We appreciate you. Good luck. Thank you. Can I say hi to my in-laws in Ohio? They Absolutely. listen every time. They love listening to y'all online. Absolutely. And uh, they're the best ama- amazing in-laws. I love you guys. Thank y'all so much. Go Bucks. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Uh, O-H-I-O. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we understand. <laughs> there you go. Hey, while we're speaking of Ohio real quick, hi to Mary and Jim up in Ohio and uh, Coach Eden's mom and dad and uh, also uh, the grandparents, Jim and uh, Jim and Tess up there listening as well. We appreciate them as well. So got, got fans in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I used to, I used to be a, a Ohio State fan um, years ago and, and then, um, you know, back. Back when Woody Hayes was coaching and things like that, I just I just loved Ohio State back then. But uh, we got to check with Mike too about our friends in Alabama. Our, I was wondering. wondering yeah, this is so the Choctaws are district champs. All right, and the Choctaws nice. start their playoff start. They start their playoff games next week also. Congratulations, Choctaws! It's got to be raining if it's a Friday night and. and <laughs> football well, can you imagine what the weather so we we know we're enjoying this weather here in florida right now because it's nice and cool so if you can imagine what the weather is in alabama north georgia area up in that area so you know the weather's got to be great at Beverly football weather get up in those hills yeah all i know is that we're played like the best team in the state 
to a tie in the first half. So let's go get them in the second half. Right, listen, I mean that is that is impressive. I mean, and this is something that we talked about year, you know, week in week out. This defense is has been strong, but what we've really been concerned about is just the team effort. We win as a team, we lose as a team. We got to put that team effort back together, and I think that's what Bartow was really in there these last couple of games was that team effort. They really showed it in that first half. You're absolutely right, Mike. Absolutely. And, and we see it now. I mean, we've came together as a team, and look what we've done. I mean, you've got an unbeaten team, Lake Wells, that rolls in here that's just been rolling over people week in and week out, and we hold them to a 0-0 zero to zero at halftime. I mean, that says something about your team. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, can't, it wait makes, for the, can't wait for the second half. makes for a big rah-rah conversation in the locker room, and let's go get them in the second half. Absolutely. Yeah, you can walk in there in the, the locker room, and it's going to – be a little bit better than it would the last couple of weeks because no that, that defense has been playing strong and the offense was doing good too. No score. We're at halftime between the Yellow Jackets and the Highlanders. Stand by. The SEC football report is coming up. You're listening to Yellow Jacket football on WBF. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. Ready to get the third quarter underway. Bartow will kick off. Lake Wales will receive. Bruce, we just heard a spectacular performance from the Bartow High School Marching Band. They were just incredible. The show this year is called Under Pressure. Yeah. And they just did a tremendous job. And I want to ask you a question. Talk about the band, but also, which team is under pressure going in the second half? I think Lake Wales is under pressure. I don't think Bartow has anything to lose. They, they have gone above and beyond the call of duty so far in the first half. It's whether that defensive, defensive line, which that totally predicates everything on the defense, if they can hold up for another, uh, what, uh, 24 minutes, we can win this football game. And uh, I think all the pressure's on Lake Wales, and I'm sure they got a tongue lashing in the locker room where Bartow was more, I'm sure, of a rah-rah in, in the locker room. Well, we are ready to get this second half underway. There's no score in the ball game between the Highlanders and the Yellow Jackets. And I want to mention the, the Highlander band was excellent as well. But that Bartow band is just incredible. Mullis has it teed up, and he will send this out of the back of the end zone. Oh. He, almost, he almost hits the fire truck in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, he kicked it right on the back of the end zone line. First and 10 of the Highlanders at their own 20-yard line. It's been a very entertaining ball game. There's been a couple of Bartos picked off the Lake Wells quarterback twice. Uh, a fumble recovery by Barto, you know, turned the ball over on a fumble. We've had hardly any punts in the ball game. There's a lot of turnovers on downs and back even, and forth. So even one punt we had uh, wasn't much of a punt. But the uh, I would think if Eden had to say anything. Penalties hurt us a lot uh, on the offensive side of the football. If we can straighten that up a little bit and we can get down and score some points, that's really going to see what Lake Wells is made of at that point. But it, we, I think we really need to score first. We need to hold them right here and then score first. Well, Lake Wells was frustrated at the end of the first half because they, they got a couple of sportsmen. T- Here's a handoff up the middle. Is Ord. He finds his way into the secondary, and he clips off 12 yards on that run. First down. Yeah, Clark uh, cut his feet out from underneath him. Nope, that was Jihad Brown that cut his feet out from underneath him, or he'd have been gone. Yeah, he had a nice hole. That line just opened up for him, and when you saw him come through there, he just 
you saw him disappear into the line, and he just squirted out. Yeah, and they were starting to get that hole towards the end of the first half, uh, Mike. And if if they found something that they in their blocking scheme, and they open that up many more times, it could be trouble. And again, a penalty on the Highlanders for a false start, illegal procedure, and that'll back them up by five. Lake Wales has had their fair share of. Penalties. Yeah, they've been killing themselves as well, and and it's it's first and fifteen now for Lake Wales from their own twenty-seven yard line. Quarterback Bryson in the shotgun, two receivers on the near side of the field calling for the ball. Here it is, handoff to Orr. Orr hits the line, and Orr's going nowhere. Oh. He maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I don't even know that he got back there, guys. He might have got back to the 25-yard line. And now there's a flag. Jackson on the stop. Jackson is in for Stanley. First time we've seen his – he called his number tonight, number 22, Isaac Jackson. There was a late There was a late shot. Yeah, that was – I mean, that, that flag was way delayed. Uh, the coach over there just got into that guy's – I can't tell his number, but he when he come off the field, he just shoved him. Yeah, slapped him on the back of the helmet, too. That's old school. You don't see that much anymore. That's one of the big. 30, offen- is that 34? 54. 54. 54. Big offensive lineman. Unsportsmanlike conduct Bartow. Unsportsmanlike conduct Lake Wales. They offset. How, how do you figure? I mean, I, I, I'm standing right here, guys, and I really did not see the other side of that. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm seeing one side of it, but I'm not seeing both sides of it for some reason. Well, the place, the place stands, so it's going to be second down and. 17 for Lake Wales. Got press coverage on the corners. If you're going to play p- press coverage, you got to get a body on him. Still waiting. Yeah, they're still talking it over here. Now the referees will back out of the way. We'll start the clock and face the second and 17 for Lake Wales. Bryce from the quarterback in the shotgun calls for the ball. He'll toss it to the far side, near side, and that is uh, that's going to be going nowhere as Johnson is wrapped up by three or four jackets. Yeah, he pitched that ball probably two, three seconds too soon. He could have easily kept flowing towards the line of scrimmage with that ball and then pitched it a little bit later, but he pitched it way too soon. Yeah, but Bartow did an excellent job at sealing off that corner, though. They just weren't letting Lake Wells get to the wide side on that one. Murray was leading that charge with his speed on the outside and, and really wrapped him up. So it's going to be third down and again about 17. No gain on the play for the Highlanders. Highlanders with a bunch formation here on the near side. Three receivers. Single receiver on the far side of the field. Here's the snap to Bryson. He wants to go to that far side of the uh, field. He and he's going to overthrow, overthrow everybody. Him. He tried Hampton, to connect with Hampton LeGrand. slipped on, when he made his turn to run. Hampton slipped to the ground. And that cat had a three-yard jump on him. He had three-yard separation. If he puts it on the numbers, that's a touchdown. So they'll have to punt the ball here. You know, that, and that's exactly what we've seen from Bartow's quarterback with uh, K.J. I mean, K.J. knows just been – they've been spot-throwing the ball and making that receiver run to that spot, you know, run underneath that ball. Correct. So the Highlanders in punt formation. Max Seidel will handle the punting duties. Murray will drop back along with Taylor, standing right about midfield. Yeah, they got to be watching for it. They'll be watching for a fake. I mean, they did it once already. Yeah. 
and delay of game. Listen, at this point, though, I don't know that I wouldn't just bring the house and drop one man. Five, I'm sorry. Five-yard penalty against uh, Highlanders for delay of game. Well, obviously, this guy is one of those rugby-type kickers, Mike, so he's going to take off to his left or his right no matter what uh, because Bartow was looking for that on the first punt. So it's a little hard to bring pressure on that. Here's the snap. They, oh, got no, it. don't you throw the phone. Oh, no. They threw the flag on Bruce. The ball's going to be down at the Yellow Jacket 42. How he didn't block that, I'll never know. That should just be running. Should no, be he's, doing, he's doing 15. That is, a, that is a BS call right there, buddy. Oh, my goodness. That is, that is one that I, that I would just... Bruce was even holding back when he hit him. Yeah, that's a. It should have been running into the kicker, not roughing. He was trying to hold up. He even tried to hold the guy up, and the guy fell. Yeah, I don't. If know. that's not the, listen, I, I, there's I, some I, good acting. I saw this official last week in Fort Meade, guys, <laughs> and uh, it was that. That's ridiculous. Personal foul, running into the kick, roughing the kicker against Barto. That's automatic. automatic first down. Let's go. It's a killer. That's what we talked about. That was a bad call. Yeah. That was a bad call. Yeah. It's a bad call, but he shouldn't have been there. You know, I mean. Yeah, he was, I mean. You block that ball. Uh, you lay out and block that ball. He's a big 260-pound guy, 250-pound guy. He can't lay out and block that ball, and he also can't stop on a dime. Well, and he tried to hold the punter up. I understand. I totally understand. First and 10 for the Highlanders. The ball's, ball's on, the on the ground. Picked up by the uh, quarterback, and he's tripped up crossing the 40-yard line. A fortunate bounce there for the Highlanders that the uh, ball came right back to the quarterback. Murray got up a little hot, and Quavion Bird swallowed him up like a... I don't know what he swallowed him like, but he wasn't letting Murray get in any trouble. Second and three for the Highlanders. The ball at their own 42-yard line. No score in the ballgame. We're in the third quarter. Lake Wales and Bartow. Bryson with a snap. Handoff. Or, or hits the line. Or runs right into big. Oh, the ball comes out. They're they're going to call it down. Oh, my goodness. Davis thought he ripped the ball from the hands of the ball carrier. Or, and it's going to be. Oh, my goodness be third in inches well, for you, Lake Wales. You talk about a couple of tough breaks to Listen, start this half. And this is the point where Bartow's defense cannot get discouraged. Even though these calls have gone against him, they've yeah. got to still play that Bartow defense. You're exactly right, Mike. Third in inches for the Highlanders. They're going to do a quarterback sneak. And I don't oh, think he, he got it. He did not large. get it. Blow the whistle. What are y'all doing? They did not get it. It's going to be fourth in inches. Excellent surge by that Yellow Jacket defensive line to stuff the quarterback, Bryson. He did not make it. They're looking at it, though, and they're going to measure. It's a horrible spot. I mean, he didn't get anywhere near close to where they're marking that ball. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's terrible, guys. They're going to get a first down when they bring the chains over because of the bad spot. That's terrible. That's just a slap in the face right there. Clock stops with 829, no score in the ballgame. And it started with the punter. It started with the fourth down punt yeah. for Lake Wells. That's where it started at. Yeah. So here come the chains. We got an A1 chain game, too. It's going to be he got Andy's it, guys. He got it. By the nose of the football. 
<laughs> All the jackets run up to where the ball is looking <laughs> They're at looking. it. They're looking. They're <laughs> looking. Bird. Bird. <laughs> bird like, what you talking about? Yeah. What was the old play? You put an index card down. Yeah. That was how I, close I, that I, that's was. That's what Bird, I think, was wanting. Where's the card? Get your credit card out. Timeout taken by the Yellow Jackets. Coach Eden wants to talk it to his a defense. great timeout because he doesn't want these kids to lose their their heads. Absolutely. With what these guys have done in the first half of this ballgame, holding Lake Wells to zero, I mean, then you come back, I mean, on opening possession, you, you just you, you don't want your defense to get down on themselves, that's for sure. Yeah, and they, they stopped them. They stopped them twice. Yes. And uh, both times some... You know, bad placement on that one, a, a bad penalty um, on Bruce. Uh, but the 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 thing is, uh, I agree with Mike. You know, he, that shouldn't have been a 15-yarder, but we don't need to go back to that. We can't, we can't get it back. Yeah, you can't change that now. Well, let's put you in a better mood here. Uh, uh, our first final of the night. It's a final. Parish Community 43, George Jenkins 6. <laughs> Halftime score, Lake Gibson 14, Lake Mineola 14. And the Winter Haven-Auburndale game was tied at 13 at the half. And we're tied at zero. So the final regular season games of the year, pretty close. First and 10 for Lake Wales. From their own 44-yard line, here's the snap. Handoff to Orr. And Orr gets maybe one, and that's about it. Yeah, that's a read option, but he has yet to pull that ball all night. And, it, I mean, if, if he pulls that ball one time, he's going to get some yardage out of it because Bartow is totally committing to that running back. Second and nine for the Highlanders. Ball at their own 47-yard line. Here's the snap handoff again to Orr, and Orr keeps those legs churning, and he'll get near the 50 before he's thrown backwards. Doing a great job. You know, and that may be one thing that Lake Wells hasn't had to do all season is had to pull that ball. They've been able to rely and just give it to that back all season long. Yeah, that was Bruce Mastin Davis on the tackle. It'll be third and five for the Highlanders. They're quickly to the line of scrimmage. Three receivers on the far side of the field. Bryson in the uh, shotgun for Lake Wales. Here comes the pressure. They want to throw. He does. A slant across the middle. Intercept pick. pick. Bartow's got it at the 35-yard line, returning it across midfield at the 40. Hampton at the 30 and dropped down at the 25-yard line. His third interception of the night. Once again, he threw a flag. There's a flag on the coaches on this side of the field. He he threw it high. It goes through the receiver's hands right to Hampton for his second pick of the night, and Hampton with a great return all the way down to about the 20-yard line. And but I think they're going to get us for five or fifteen or whatever. It well, is the for, referee running down the sideline, the jacket sideline, ran into a coach. Yeah, and that's where that's where you got to have the get on back. You you got to you got to assign somebody the get back. He's got to get back. He's got to get back. He's got to get that whole team back. He's got to grab Eden and pull him back behind the line. He's got to be. He's got to do all that thing. Great job. Yeah, and there is a coach. There is a coach that runs up and down the sideline, constantly telling coaches to get back, constantly telling players to get back. 
But, you know, you, you get into a situation like this. I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, you got one get-back coach. You got seven coaches on the sideline. How, how, you can't keep them all back. Well, the defense, okay, no. But I'm with you. I mean, there's no, there's no room for that. I mean, you, you get into a game like this. I mean, the Slakewells-Bartow game, we knew coming into this game it was going to be a dogfight. You can't afford to give anything extra. I mean, you can't give up the, these fourth down plays, these third down plays. You know, you can't give up these sideline warnings, these sideline penalties. You, you just can't afford to give those things yeah. up. Yeah. The Highlanders have thrown three interceptions tonight. Bartow with a huge return on this one to set him up in good field position at the Highlander 25-yard uh, line. That was Hampton's second pick, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Coach Eden now getting an explanation of the call on the sideline here. Talking with the White Hat, and Coach Eden is animated. He pretty much stays that way the whole game. I tell you what. For a young coach, he'll sure give those uh, referees a what for, yeah. and I'm uh, I like that. I mean, so what if they throw a flag on me? All right, here we go. Lake Wales, uh, Barto at the Lake Wales 25-yard line. First and ten. Jackets, Jackets again with that pre-motion shifting of the offense. Everybody set. Here's the snap. Hand off to Glover. He bounces to the outside. Glover's at the 20. Oh. And he falls forward to about the 17-yard line. I think if he runs to the edge, runs to the sideline, Mikey's got that. Yeah, I don't know. Lake Wells is pretty fast on the edge out here, just being able, just standing down here watching those guys seal those corners off. Um, but still, I'll, I'll take the seven yards all day long. That's still a great run. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the seven yards all day long. Officially, they're going to give him six, so it's second and four for the Yellow Jackets. Inside the 20 at the 19-yard line, 644 left here in the third quarter. No score in the ballgame. I think you run you run that read option with Valentine, let him keep it, get four yards and two plays. Big number 98, Quavion Bird playing both sides of the offense, both sides of the line of scrimmage yeah, for all game. Four over the right side. Now they get a flag. Yeah, they got to get a timeout. Timeout, timeout Bartow. You know, since 1966, the Bartow Church Service Center has been empowering people and inspiring change. Support their mission to help Bartow families get out of crisis by visiting their thrift store on East Summerlin Street in downtown Bartow. Help us be epic. Get a score for you here, Bruce. Auburndale Winterhaven, 13-13. Now in the third quarter, Haines City over Toho, 20 to nothing. Mm. Davenport over Ridge, 13-9. Uh, Lake Placid over Mulberry, 20-6. <laughs> Golly. Hey, Coach PV. Lakeland Christian, 17. Strawberry Crest, 14. Coach PV, your boys are letting me down. I actually picked them this week and see what happens. And Bishop Moore leading Kathleen, 42-14. All right, here we go. Second and three for the Yellow Jackets. And Why is he gonna- offsides Lake Wales. When Bartow did that motion, that pre-snap motion, Lake Wales jumped offsides first again. Down. Yeah, and I know the Lake Wales coaches are livid, but uh, first down. you can move all 11 players. You can move them anywhere you want, side to side. And as long as they're set for one full second. And that's going to bring up a first and goal. No problem. First and ten following the penalty. First and ten for the Highlanders. Uh, excuse me, for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap. Direct to Akeja. He tries to scramble. 
And again, big number four who loves to do the slinging. Oh, he does that. Richardson brings him down for a loss. Yeah, that's about a five-yard loss right there, maybe six. Yeah, and, and I still hadn't quite understood the picking those guys up. I mean, I'm not totally against it. Whatever it happens, it happens. But I still am kind of against the being able to lift these players off their feet and slam them to the ground like that. Whether it's Lake Wells, Bartow, Winterhaven, I don't care. I don't like that call. Timeout on the field for the mandatory water break. 5.56 left here in the third quarter. No score between Bartow and Lake Wales. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourBond.com. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright and Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright and Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Going under center. Second and 15 under center here for the Yellow Jackets from the 19-yard line of Lake Wales. Hand off to Glover. Glover up the middle. He's into the secondary. He's at the 10 at the 9-yard line before he's brought down. What a great run I'm, by Glover. I love the shift. I love the shift that Bartow's doing. Yeah, it's really good, too. As as, as he's going upfield and he plants his foot and then cuts straight back. He's going to his left, cuts straight back up the field. Third and five for the Jackets. At the Highlander nine-yard line, here's the snap again to Glover. He tries to bounce to the outside, and this time Lake Wales is there to stop him. He'll lose two on the play. Hey, kick the ball. Kick the ball. Get the points on the board and put the pressure on Lake Wales. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mullis will trot onto the field. He wears number 40. Yeah, you, you don't leave those points on the field, not no. a game like this. Jason Mullis. On to attempt a field goal. Looks to be about a 28-yard. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. 27. 27-yard field goal attempt into the the west side of the field toward Broadway Avenue, if you're familiar with Bartow. He's got enough leg for that. Oh, he's and Lake sides. Wales jumps off sides. The Highlanders jump off sides. It's not enough for a first down. Yeah, yeah, but it's still... It's going to make it fourth and about one and a half. Ugh. Here's my thing, though. I mean, do you... Still kick the ball. Yeah, you got to take the points in a game like this. You either pin Lake Wells deep or you just go ahead and take the three. And at this point, I think I'm taking the three. Do you try to make them jump again? I'm pinning them. I'm, I'm, I'm... It is fourth and about one and a half. K.J. Valentine will set the, his uh, holding position. This yep. may be a fake here, guys. They're bringing Williams in. Bringing Jason Williams in. Yeah, go kick the ball and get the three. Right about the 13-yard line, so a 23-yard field goal attempt into the west end zone here for the Jackets. Here's the snap. K.J. puts it down, and he sails it right on through. That's huge, guys. That one, I think, is out on Broadway. It very well be. Hey, our buddy uh, Joey Williams. Is uh, chiming in, and uh, he agrees with me uh, about uh, Jen- uh, Jenkins. We appreciate that, Joey. 23-yard field goal. I can't say what he said. Marto in front. 
Um, what about Jenkins? I can't say what he said uh, on the radio, but uh, I totally agree with him. Our first points of the ball game, and it's a 23-yard field goal by Kason Mullis. Puts Bartow in front, three to nothing. Here come your footballs again. Well, that's that's a can ego. They, can they, oh, that's an ego deflator right there. Now I need a net, Bruce. Get, <laughs> I need a net to catch. Yeah. Him. Up here, no. <laughs> and they can't even get it a uh, top four or five rows. They're they're throwing pretty good. Lake Wales will now receive the kickoff from Mullis. I think Jolla needs to get the cheerleaders out there and practice throwing footballs. I got some pretty good arms down there for the yeah, world it's, champion. It's, it's tough to throw those balls, though. It's If you try to put too much motion on them, your wrist flicks. And Here's a bounding kick I picked up at the five-yard line by the Highlanders. Brings it out to the 25 and still on his feet. Finally brought down at the 31. And that's where the Highlanders will take over. And a and flag. A flag. That's going to be against Barto. It looked like uh, uh, Galva was in on the tackle uh, along with number 20, uh, Burgess. They're going to call that on Barto, guy. <laughs> uh, a fan tried to throw the ball into the stands here for us. <laughs> That's great. So, somebody just scarf, somebody scoops it up. Just yeah. Scarf up your football. Oh, that's that's that that's wonderful. Nice. Listen, if you need a football that bad, I think I've got one that my wife caught last last two weeks ago in my truck. I'll bring it to you guys. You're good. Uh, I just scarfed a ball. Four oh eight left here in the third quarter. No score in the ball. Or excuse me, uh, bar to a three nothing. Here's a first down play and into oh, the no. secondary goes the Highlanders. Big number or runs off a big twenty yard run. Yeah, and what happened there is they did that draw play again. They fake the the end around. And he's the the running back's just standing right beside the quarterback, and he just hands it to him. Yeah, we got a player down. Uh, that is Davis. That's not good. <laughs> I got my ball. Oh no, that is Davis who was down at midfield, and he's banging the turf. Um, they're working on his legs. Our friends uh, Taff and Jennifer Long are listening. They're they're at. Uh, El Rancho's, uh, Ranchitos yeah. and Barto, and they're listening from there. We appreciate that, guys. Yeah. We really appreciate you uh, listening and, and saying hello. There is a big hush across Barto Memorial Stadium right now, seeing the the big senior defensive end, number nine, Ladarius Davis, on the field. Bruce, it appears they're working on Is it? I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's just a cramp. He is. They're he, hollering for somebody, though. Yep, it's a cramp. They're sending out the girl with the water and uh, or the Gatorade, and she's gonna. They'll get some fluids in him because he is irreplaceable. Well, anybody on that defensive line is irreplaceable. Yeah, when you when you look and see what this defense have done tonight against a team like Lake Wells, I mean, everybody on this defensive team. We saw it earlier in the season. This defensive team is really the glue that's held this team together. I mean, yeah, we've put points on the board. But when you look at this Bartow defense and what they've done, there, there's not another defense around that's, that can contend with them. 
Well, Mike, during the pregame comments of uh, Coach Eden, we asked him to, to give us a grade on the defense, give us a grade uh, throughout the year, and he said absolutely A-plus. Yeah. The yeah. defense has, play, has been an A-plus all year long. Yeah, and, and if you – Hey, there's my favorite coach. Coach Austin. Coach Jimmy Austin. I've been listening to y'all every week. <laughs> I love you, Appreciate brother. That. Thank you, Coach. Good to see you. Oh my goodness! I don't know. I don't know. There's, they're still paying. Hey, hey, dumb Marlon. There's Mark, Marlon, Marlon Austin. Austin. They're still paying attention to uh, Mr. Davis on the field. We're going to take a timeout while they attend to him. You're listening. There's a Bartow three, Lake Wales nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket football on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. Well, they uh, assisted Davis off the field. He could not put weight on either one of his legs. He's now on the bench being attended to uh, by several coaches. Here's the first down play for the Highlanders, and it's going to be a sweep. Oh, they try to get it to Orr. Got to be a hold right There's there. There's a flag. Number 64 was holding. I couldn't see. looked like maybe Clark. He was holding and pushing to the outside, yeah, Mike. That's what yeah, they're that's, calling. Yep, that's exactly right. It's going to be a 10-yard march off against the Highlanders for holding. And they're pumping fluids into uh, Davis right now. This is one thing that I like. I mean, the years that Tate was here, and I'm not, I'm not bad mouthing Tate, but somebody would get injured or be a little, and nobody would help him. Nobody. There are three coaches, and even an alumni coach I recognize is down there helping Davis yeah, right now. And I'm like, if they need him taped, I'll go down there and tape him right now. <laughs> Following the penalty, it's going to be first and twenty. First and him. Your wife? Yeah, see that. Is Here's the snap. It's hello. low. Bryson picks it up. They want to throw right down the middle of the field. It's going to be incomplete. Try to get a post route, and it falls incomplete. Yeah, he's... Hello, Kimmy. Third and 20. Hope you're feeling good. Excuse me, second and 20. Hey, Kim. We're half watching what's on the field and half watching on the bench with Davis. Our superstar defensive end for the Yellow Jackets. He's still sitting on the bench, surrounded by coaches. And the water girl. And the water girl. Yeah, I think it's, what's the we got? Like second down and 20? Second and 20 for Lake Wales. The ball at the, at the Bartow 43-yard line. I would be blitzing right here. Twins left, twins right. Bryson in the uh, shotgun. He'll delay handoff up the middle, goes or. Or tries to get out of the reach of one of the jackets. He's not able to do it. He does pick up about five or six. Yeah, well, once again, it's that, de- that delayed handoff. Uh, not quite the draw play they've been running. But the defensive line was still able to corral him a little bit. And now Davis is up on walking around. And uh, they should have some bomb, which is a rubbing uh, thing and they can rub that heat into those calves, and you can rub those 
I thought that was for horses. Third and I 15. It, boy. Wins left, wins right. Here's the pass, and it's going to be oh! intercepted. Oh, it's going to be intercepted. It hit the ground. Oh, no. Hampton going for another pick tonight, and he was very close on the tip. That's fourth down. I mean, you're kind of in no man's land. If you're Lake Wells, you pretty much got to go for this right here. I, I just, I mean, I have second second options on that on that play right there. Uh, I just They're going to punt it. Yeah, you, you got to. You but, got to. But if you're Bartow, you got to play straight-up defense right here. You may send one guy back, but you play straight-up defense because this kid is this, – this kid has already faked one. Yep, yep. Williams will drop back deep. He's standing about the 10-yard line. Sedell is the punter. Now Williams will creep up to the yeah, the referee's counting it down. There's the flag. Five-yard penalty. He can't, can you? Yeah. I don't know why you don't decline that. So the march off five yards. Now the line of scrimmage now becomes the 43-yard line of Bartow. And again, the kicker. In punt formation, Williams will back deep, about about the 15-yard line. And I would not bring Here's anybody. the snap. He's waiting, waiting, waiting. Now he'll kick it. He got all of his linemen down the field, and they touch the ball at about the 9-yard line. That's all right. It's, I would take it there. I mean, it's just yeah. you held them to nothing. 2.34 left in the third quarter. Bartow in front, 3 to nothing. And uh, with the ball, still working on Davis down here. We see him; he's back on his back, and they're stretching out those legs. Yeah, though what I was talking about before was the bomb that you can rub, and you get the heat into those calves, and and you can rub those cramps right out. Um, I used to have to do it on on Justin back when he played. Every time at the start of the second half, because that lactic acid it, it builds up in your system, and then you go out for the second half, and you if you don't stretch properly, those cramps will just fire up. Alrighty, Bruce, nothing fancy here. Deep in your own territory at your nine yard line, the Yellow Jackets first and ten. Valentine will be in the shotgun. Everybody else is in tight. Here's the snap, quick snap, and that is a Glover trying to find some running room around the left side. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm really surprised that Bartow didn't get a flag thrown on that one yeah. because we were moving toward the line of scrimmage before the ball was Yeah, it looked snapped. like Val- that Valentine yes. did, didn't he? It was yes. 77 because he just buried one guy. Yeah, he got he got him some. That's uh, that's Quincy Butler who was uh, doing some good blocking. Yeah, he buried him. That was no gain. It'll be second and ten for the Jackets. Clock runs. We're under two minutes here in the third quarter. Valentine again in the shotgun. Everybody else in tight. Now some shifting. Yeah, I think you just run power right here. Here's the snap up the middle, and that is going to be Glover again. And again, Glover is grabbed by the waist and thrown backwards. It'll be third and ten. One thirty left in the third quarter and counting. Yellow Jackets in front, three to nothing on a 23-yard Kason Mullis field goal. The 
Third and ten for the Jackets at their own nine-yard line. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback, he's up under center. Big package, big uh, Quavion Bird in the backfield. Now they'll shift, and K.J. will head to the shotgun. Twins left, twins right. Here's the snap, and to throw. The pass is going to be, oh, my gosh, in the hands of Jason Williams, and he dropped it at the... Oh, my goodness. He hadn't dropped one all year, and, and he let that one come into his body instead of using his hands. It was right at the numbers. So if you picture the numbers on a jersey, and he tries to, to kind of scoop the ball as it comes into his body, and if it hits those the front of those shoulder pads, it'll bounce off like a ricochet, and that's what happened. You he throw that better. pass? Yeah, you throw that pass 100 times. He catches 99. 99. Yeah. So that's going to put Bartow in punt formation. Fourth and ten. Highlander receiver standing about the midfield mark. K.J. Valentine ready to punt. He's got it, and he'll send it downfield. That's a good one. Good kick. Going to bounce out of bounds on the far side of the field. Much better. About the 47. See where they're going to officially put it down at. Yep. 46. 46-yard line. So Lake Wales will take over. First and ten at the... 46-yard line of Bartow. In the third quarter now, Lake Mineola, 28. Lake Gibson, 21. They just, they finally caught him and, and took hold. Didn't Lake Gibson have an early lead on them? They did. Winter Haven now leads Auburndale, 20-13 to 13 over at Denison Stadium. Haines City getting a win tonight over Toho. They're in the fourth quarter now. Haines City in front, 28-6. Here's the first down play. It's a big pass down the field, and it's overthrown everybody by about five or six yards. Yeah, good job. Yeah, time. yeah they were they were begging for a pass interference on that. There's just no way that was going to happen. Yeah, he, he overthrew that by 10 yards, plus he threw it out of bounds. Jaden Williams uh, with the uh, with the coverage, or uh, Jason Williams with the coverage, number seven. Continue our scoreboard update real quick. Lakeland Christian 31, Strawberry Crest 14. I'm glad they're getting back on the winning side. Yes. And Lake Placid over Mulberry 20 to 6. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeper. Bryson's got it. And he'll take a slide right about the 35. He's going to be short, yeah. Mike. What I say earlier, if, if that read option, if he ever pulled it, he was going to have wide open field. It's going to be really close. He don't like getting hit. Oh, he's going to back it up. Yeah, he does not like getting hit. He uh, he went down and slid like a like a pro quarterback. So it's going to be third and at least uh, about one for the Highlanders. Two down territory, right? Three receivers on the near side. Here again, handoff up the middle goes Orr, and he'll plow across the thirty-five. He's got the first down for Lake Wales. Yeah, and and good good thing uh, Davis is coming back onto the field now. Good to see number nine returning. Darius Davis, who went down with some cramps. Glad to see him back in the ballgame. That's going to be the end of the third quarter with your score. Bartow three, Lake Wales nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. At Budget, you pull into Bartow, they'll buy your old vehicle and even arrange to pick it up. We buy junk cars here. We can also arrange for towing from you. We use Gator Towing for our towing service so you know you get insured a professional towing vehicle. And they cover Polk County. Budget Auto Parts at Bartow. 
The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. As we get ready to start the fourth quarter here at Bartow Memorial Stadium, along with Mike Ayers, Bruce, and Andy Edmond, I'm Jeff Thornburg. Our studio producer is Tom, and Bartow's in front of Lake Wales, three to nothing in a very tense and exciting ball game. Lake Wales with the ball. They have a first and ten at the Yellow Jacket 35-yard line to start this fourth quarter. And a handoff up the middle goes Orr. Or gets a couple before he's brought down. Uh, hey, if they ain't going to blow the flag, I'm coming in and I'm wearing out that pile. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming in full force and I'm just going to lay it up in there as hard as I can lay it up if you're not going to blow the whistle. I remember Warren Sapp saying the, the one man he feared on the football field was John Lynch. Because if, if there was a scrum, he knew that John Lynch was going to come in and just wipe that pile out. A gain of two on the play. Make it second and eight for the Highlanders. Twins left, twins right. Here's the handoff. Orr again. Oh, wow. Orr runs right into big number 52 and 22. They just wrapped him up. Yeah, 52 and 98. Just uh, 88. Just uh, stop right here. So it's third down. They give him a couple also. We'll call it third and six. I think Jackson, number 22, got a little bit of that too. He might have got his bell rung a little bit. Jackson's the replacement for Stanley. Yeah, and, I mean, he came in hard. Third and six for the Highlanders. From the Bartow 30-yard line. Handoff again. Oh, oh, and he's got a lot of daylight. He's sprinting to the end zone. That's going to be a Highlander touchdown. Bartow's thinking pass all the way. 31-yard touchdown run by Orr. We, oh, we knew it was man. just a matter of time before he broke one up the middle like he just did. I mean, it's just something that was – he had the hole there, and you could see when he came through there, he was untouched. Yeah, and that, and I'm not I'm not pointing any fingers or anything like that, but that's when it just – it just – if you've got that – that deep safety, if you got that one deep safety, he can come and cut that off. And we've had enough field to run him down and catch him, uh, but that time we didn't have enough field to run him down and catch him. we got a guy running. He's all... <laughs> the extra point is good. There was a lineman running toward the line of scrimmage at the time of the snap. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, so he that didn't make too many. Yeah, they were short. So Lake Wales with their first lead of the ball game at 10:36 left here in the in the in the ball game at seven to three. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. This is Jordan Kelly of Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we're Polk County's number one Buick dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. 
Pallet One of Bartow is proud to be a sports booster and invites you to join their team. Check out careers at palletone.com to learn more about the opportunities in this outstanding company with over 30 years of experience. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. Highlanders just took the lead on a 31-yard touchdown run. Bartow now will receive the kickoff, taken to the 9-yard line. That's Taylor. He's at the 20, 25, and knocked out of bounds near the 30-yard line. Got a good return. Yeah, our, our buddy Pope got a pretty good block on that. He wasn't la- landing Pope. He wasn't laying off there. 10-30 left here in the ball game. Lake Wales in front, 7-3. And Bartow with the ball, first and 10 at their own 30-yard line. Proud to be Bartow's air conditioning company. It's Citrus Air Conditioning. Complete service for your home or office with such great care, it must be Citrus Air. 534-1171. First and 10 jackets. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun. Everybody else bunched in tight. Taylor is lined up as a wide receiver. Jadon Williams, the tight end. Now they're going to put Taylor in motion, and they're going to give it. Nope. nope. Quarterback keeper. Yeah, Valentine gets to the 33-yard line. That was kind of a high snap, and he had to one-hand it, kind of pick it off of his shoulder. Still made the fake, but uh, and able to get downfield, and he got, he got some positive yards. But now he's yanking off his helmet. Might have had some. I hope he didn't break something on his helmet. Second and eight for the Yellow Jackets. Now Williams will go in number seven, Jason, because something's up with uh, Valentine's helmet. Now somebody needs to have a screwdriver or something in hand helping him with his helmet. And Williams has played quarterback some this year. Yeah, that's where they run that, that triple backfield. And there's a delay of game against Bartow. So the helmet snafu and late decision to move Williams in cost Bartow five. KJ's got his helmet all fixed now. So the five-yard penalty make it second down and 13 for the Yellow Jackets. 9.37 left in the ball game. I don't think you wait till third down. I think you roll him out right here and throw the football. Valentine in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Valentine rolls to his right. He's under some pressure, and he's going to go down. Uh, Sack back at the seven, the 18-yard line. Yeah, and I think that was that was probably uh, it was a half and half. It was half where he his feet were kind of slipping, but. That was a good idea just to go down to the ground and not take a big hit. There were three guys coming. Guy's going to be third and long, 27 or so. Yeah, and that's okay. I mean, you roll him out again and, and let him throw it down the field. We've got, we've got big receivers, or you might be able to catch uh, Williams on a slant. Williams will line up as a tight end. Nope, now Bartow will call a timeout. Actually, the referees uh, will call a timeout. That order, right? uh, the official was waving it off. I don't know what he's doing. They're sending Jason Williams off the field. 
And he will be substituted with Smith. Smith will come on where it's number 84. So here we go. Third and forever for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap. K.J. rolls, looking, looking, and K.J. is going to be sacked again. Three Highlanders bring him down inside the 10-yard line. Yeah, they're blitzing. They're bringing, they brought six guys that time. And now a flag comes in. Another flag comes in. Taunting. Hopefully we'll take that. Hopefully. This could be against Lake Wales. That's taunting. It'd be a first down, wouldn't it? No. I don't know if taunting, no. Definitely make the punt easier, though. Yeah. Referees are discussing uh, the penalty here. 8.29 left in the ball game. Lake Wales in front, 7-3. to three. And this better not be one of these offsetting things because I ain't buying that no more. But it allows. Referees are still talking about it. I mean, I can't believe it would take that long. You threw the flag, so you knew what you was going to call, period. Dead ball, unsportsmanlike conduct, Lake Wales. Dead ball, unsportsmanlike Bartow. Oh, I'm going to have to call. That is BS. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, three Highlanders on top of KJ, and that's where the flags were thrown. So. Yeah, and Jimmy Jimmy was asking when he was up here if that was a Haines City crew, and you look at the white hat, he's the guy with the beard. Remember yes, he when is. I talked to yes, him about he is. looking like Frankie Adonis? Yes, he is. It is. It's that same Haines City crew. And he officiated the game last week at Fort Beaton Frostproof. So it's fourth down. K.J. Valentine lines up in punt formation. Here's the kick, and it's going to be blocked. The kick is blocked and recovered at the 10-yard line by Lake Wales. I mean, Valentine looked like he was trying to Uh, kick it to the sideline, guys. What was up there, Mike? Yeah, I I don't know. I I just, I don't know. But I want to go back to the uh, unsportsmanlike. If you guys have noticed, every unsportsmanlike penalty tonight has been both, both sides offsetting. There's not been one either way or the other. So they've always had a way to call that either way. But what I did notice with K.J., though, K.J. has been stepping. You see him when he gets that, receives that snap. He's taking about three steps toward the line of scrimmage before he punts that ball. Typically a two-step, a two-step and punt, and he's doing a three-step and punt. Well, Lake Wales now will take over first and goal. This is, this is heartbreaking. Yeah, this is what destroys you here. At the nine-yard line, here's the snap. Handoff, or or puts his head down. And he gets maybe to the seven before he's thrown backwards. Quavion <laughs> Bird. <laughs> I tell you what, Quavion might not sling him to the ground, but he buries them into the ground. They're like uh, six inches under the ground when he's done with them. Yeah, he, when, when he wraps you up, he just continues to drive forward, and he plants <laughs> you in the ground. And he's, he's peed right now. Second and goal for the Highlanders at the seven-yard line. Lake Wales, everybody in tight. Here's the snap, and they're going to give it. This time is a big number four. That's Richardson, and he gets into the end zone for a Highlander touchdown. left in the ballgame. Lake Wales extends their lead. 
Barto got good penetration with the defensive line. And, and one thing we don't talk about, guys, is I think there are two or three. I know Bird and I think one or two others play on the offensive line as well. They're going both ways yeah. in that in that brutal position. And now Lake Wells going with this swinging gate thing. See if they really snap it. Most of the linemen on the other side, they oh, do. That's a, that should be a flag. And there's the flag. You can't snap. <laughs> and another flag comes in late. Oh, offsetting. <laughs> we'll replay that. Give it a <coughs> well, well, the first one's a shift. Barto, Barto may be a, you know, they could be losing a little bit. And, and I, I, I honestly, I can't blame them at this point. These referees have been atrocious. Bad. We'll let the referees uh, sort it out here. There was some kind of shift that was thrown by the referee. The white hat threw it in the backfield. But at either rate, the one flag was thrown before the play, yeah. or yeah. right at the play, and the other flag was thrown completely after the play. Yeah, so, so the five yards will go, and then a dead ball foul. They're calling the point no good. What, I mean, everything was called against Bartow. He didn't even say anything against Lake Wells. What? He didn't even call anything against Lake Wells. The it's, first, like, it's like he declined it. Did yeah. he wave or he waved off the flag he threw? He didn't, I, I didn't see any wave offs. I didn't no. see anything. The, the, the point is no good. That's what he's saying. The try is okay. no good. The, the fun sportsman. So they'll kick it from the, from the 50. Right. <laughs> so it's 13 to 3. Lake Wales in front of Bartow. Again, we want to say a big shout out to Miss Sandy Stinger. Uh, not feeling well. We miss her at the ball field uh, here tonight, and uh, we miss you. We love you, and just get well real quick, Miss Sandy. Absolutely. Timeout on the field. Seven twenty-eight left here in the ball game. It's Lake Wales thirteen and Bartow three. We did get another final in Bruce Lake Region, a winner tonight. They beat Celebration. Mm-hmm. Who who knew they were playing them? Uh. Uh, Forty to eleven. So Lake Region, Lake Region is going to finish 500 on the year. I've got, to, I've got to wonder if you go back in the books, yeah. When was the last time Lake Region finished 500? Good question. I mean, it, it could be it could back be a, before 2000. See, we get another scoreboard update for you here. We we gave you the final earlier. Where Parrish uh, defeated George Jenkins, um, Haines City leading Toho thirty-five to six. Bishop Moore over Kathleen forty-nine fourteen. There's that Parish final. Parish Community forty-three and George Jenkins six. Winter Haven has uh, doubled up Auburndale twenty-six thirteen. I think we took that one on a chin tonight, didn't we? Uh, no, we didn't. Lake and and Lake Lake Mineola over Lake Gibson thirty five to twenty eight. Lake Mineola over Lake Gibson. Now Lake Gibson currently holds the last the last playoff spot in the region. So Lake Gibson almost needs to win to make sure they secure a playoff berth. But so that's not good. Lake Mineola currently is third is third in the uh, in the region, right behind Barto. So should Mineola hold on to win, they could leapfrog Bartow. So Bartow would drop from second to third. Still means Bartow would hold on to the district title, and Bartow would also be a, get a home game next weekend. 
but they'll be the third seed. We'll have to see it all shakes out. By the way, Bruce, all these rankings and stuff will be released officially by FHSAA on Sunday beginning at 10 o'clock. They've got a YouTube channel, so that's how you can watch all the rankings. Here's a little squib kick. They touched it too early. Yeah, they did, but they're not, they're not going to call it. They're not calling it. There's oh, they finally called it. He finally called it. Yeah. yeah, Lake Wales touched the ball on a little onside kick, and they touched it before it crossed 10 yards. Uh, I do want to make mention that uh, Jim Austin was back up here a minute ago, and number 50 for Lake Wales is his grandson, and uh, he's the one that had the last two sacks on Valentine. So uh, we'll give some props out only because he's Jim Jimmy Austin's uh Not grandson. sure that score is correct. 108 to 57? I think something happened with Max Preps. Strawberry Crest 108, Lakeland, Lakeland Christian 57, Mike. Boy, that was a hell of a second <laughs> half. Goodness gracious. Woo. So it was the flag. They, uh, Lake Wales did illegally touch the ball before it crossed 10 yards. Bartow's ball, first and 10 at the Yellow Jacket 36-yard line. 7.28 to play in the ball game. Bartow trails by 10. Better field position than what they could have had. If they oh, yeah. The ball. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback. Travion Himes, the running back, standing right behind him. Three receivers on the near side of the field. In the shotgun is Valentine. He rolls to his left. He wants to throw. He's under some pressure now. Just toss it to the sideline, incomplete. Good job. He got it across the line of scrimmage. And now a flag. flag. What did, I mean, where was that at? Who was calling on that one? Another late flag thrown. And he's going to call it against Bartow. For what? Intentional. Uh, he, he got it across the line of scrimmage. And that's not his call. That would be Whitehead's call. He's going to wave it off. Yeah. All right. So they'll pick it up. Second and ten for the Yellow Jackets. 7-17 left in the ballgame. Reminder, when we're done here, we're going to head to Phoenix for the championship for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. That's coming up next. I'm going to be tired tomorrow. Mr. Tom, fire uh, the jet engines up and get her ready to roll. Uh, David Music says that Lake Region was 4-6 and six back in 2014. That's still not 500, but that's probably the best record they had. It's, that's back Here's when he was Here's the snap, coaching. jet sweep, and Galva trying to turn the corner. And he's still on his feet. Oh, that's a helmet to helmet. And there's the flag on it. Galva's still on his feet. Now all the way across the other side of the field, turns the corner. Galva with a nice run into Highlander territory. And get 15 tacked on to that. Now he's waving it off. He can't wave it off. He's not can't waving it, it off. off. He's not waving it off. He's just marking it here. Yeah, you need to add it to the end of the run. And here's the official personal foul, head-to-head contact, helmet-to-helmet against the Highlanders. But what a run by Galvin. It sure was. He ran, what, 70 yards right there? Yeah. He came all the way to the near side, turned and then, around and went all the way to the far side. <laughs> and got 40 yards. So he ran more than – he probably ran close to 100, 100 yards. <laughs> and took one on the to head. the dome. Yeah. First and 10, uh, Yellow Jackets at the Lake Wales 34-yard line. I think all it did was make him mad. They call him Rabbit, you know. Yeah, well, we didn't know it until about mid-season when he started <laughs> returning kicks and we saw how fast he actually was. In the shotgun is the quarterback, K.J. Valentine for Bartow. 
Galva lined up as a receiver. Now they can put Galva in motion again. They fake it to him. Quarterback keeper up the middle goes KJ. Crosses the 30 to the 26-yard line. Great job. Got about eight yards on that. Galva's tired, boy. He's gassed, and I understand it. Second and a long three for the Yellow Jackets. Clock runs at 6.42 left in the ballgame. In another bad spot. I mean, he was... I'm not even going to keep hyping on Jackets need to step it up here. Taking a lot of time in the huddle. Now they're to the line of scrimmage. Taylor on the far side. Butler on the near side. Galva also on the near side. Five seconds. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun. And he'll turn and call a timeout. Good job. That's the last timeout, but that's a good timeout. I mean, you got momentum. Uh, you've got, you can't get back behind the chains again. We talked about the playoff situation here for the Yellow Jackets. Right now, the uh, Yellow Jackets are ranked second in the region. They're behind Lakeland. Currently third is Lake Mineola. Fourth is Wiregrass Ranch. Winter Haven is fifth. Springstead is sixth. Haines City is seventh. And Lake Gibson is eighth. Lake Gibson is currently losing right now. Uh, Lake Gibson really needs to win to maintain their last chance of making the playoffs. And uh, should Lake Gibson lose, that means they lost to Lake Mineola. Make Lake Mineola is ranked third. It's possible that Lake Mineola could leapfrog Bartow into the second seed. I don't know. It's possible, but Lake Wales number got to be number one in the state. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, and Lake so, Wales hadn't put enough points on the board. Right. So we'll see how that all shakes out on Sunday when the rankings are released. All right, here we go. Second and four. Valentine wants to throw. He does, and he hops it to hops Butler. It. Yeah. Incomplete. It'll be third down. Stops the clock with 6.08 to play in the ballgame. As we approach the 10 o'clock hour, 68 degrees here in Bartow. You're listening to WWBF Bartow. Just a gorgeous night for football. Uh, By the way, Andy, Kim said hi to you as well. Hey, Kim. Third and a long three for the Yellow Jackets. Bartow just now getting to the huddle. fixing to call it. They got five seconds. And they're not even, now they're just barely to the line of scrimmage. They got no timeout. How do you do that coming out of a timeout? And there's the flag. Well, I know. Yeah, that's that's just, just got to eat alive. Yeah. That, that's got to just kill you right there. Yeah. Five-yard delay of game called against the Yellow Jackets. We'll back them up, make it third and eight. And I don't know why the, everybody's coming to the sideline again. You go back. I mean, yeah, I'm with you. Because they got, they got 25 seconds. He's going to put the ball back in play. Once the timeout is over. Or no, I guess there's no timeout. There's no timeout. That's right. I, I don't know why you don't Unless stay. Unless Lake Wales called a timeout. I didn't see no official timeout called. See, he's he's got his hand up. It's fixing to be another how is that? I mean, how? I mean, yeah. Look, what are you doing? There Ooh. it is again. As Another soon play. as they set that ball, you got 25 seconds. You don't have time to pull your team over to the sideline. That's correct. And again, Coach Eden is. So that's another five-yard delay game uh, called against the Yellow Jackets. 
Yeah, and and he'll pin that on himself, and that's okay. I mean, I'm I'm not it's getting little, on him at all. It's a little miscommunication. There was just a there. miscommunication. It's going to be now third and 14 for the Jackets. Valentine, empty backfield. Here's the snap. Valentine drops back, Mark and he Bell. hits the ground. He slips, and he drops himself down to the 45-yard line. Yeah, we got a good field, and, and I hope Valentine didn't cramp off of that, too. You know, he went to plant that foot. When you plant your toe and that thing slides out from under you, that a lot of times you'll get a cramp or a twist. Yeah, he's, he's pulling at his knee a little bit, and now they're going to bring in uh, Blake Johnson. Number 18, Johnson into the ball game. Looks like Lake Wales called a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. 5.43 left. Actually, the mandatory water break timeout here in the fourth quarter. 5.43. It is Lake Wales 13, Bartow 3. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford. And the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. You'll always get great prices at Budget You Pull of the Bartow. Here's Craig. We have starters for $20, alternators for $20, AC compressors for $31, every door is $55, and motors are $200. Budget You Pull it, Highway 60 East. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. The Yellow Jackets facing a fourth down, fourth and about 25. Yeah, and if you keep that running back in the block for Johnson, he's got the big arm, and and he can throw it on a rope. He can throw it 40, 50 yards on a rope. Jackets with four wide receivers, and here's the snap. Johnson throws it toward the end zone. It's going to be... Intercepted by the Highlanders at the 15-yard line. He threw it off his back foot, Mike. He didn't step into it. If he steps into it, um, Williams actually had the the safety beat, but he threw it off his back foot. And when you throw it, you know it's like it's it's a different situation. If you're throwing off your back foot while your momentum is going back, you get no force on the ball. Right. When you step into it with your back foot, that's when you get a lot off. Exactly. So he was going back and threw off that back foot, and you're just never going to get, even with his cannon of an arm. Yeah, you can, you can't have your whole body going in one way and trying to throw the other way. It just it just doesn't happen. You can't get enough zip on it. Yeah. And like you said, he had a man open. He had his his receiver had a man beat. So if he could have got you know just a little extra on yeah. that, you know that would it was there all day. And if there's any silver line, and it's it's better than any punt we've had. First and ten for the Highlanders. Here's a handoff and a little jet sweep action, and the Highlanders want to stay in bounds, and they do. They get it out to the uh, 22 yard line. It'll be second down and about four for Lake Wales. And we, you can bet your bottom dollar Lake Wales wants to score here. They do not want to put 13 on the board and go home. You know, for an unbeaten team like Lake Wills, 13 is a, is, is, is a heartbreaker. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, they do not want to leave. They want, they want at least 20 on the board, you know, to exactly. make it look like something. Their other lowest scoring game of the year was when they beat Auburndale 7 to nothing. 
I checked that was Winter Haven. Here's the snap on the second down play. And they're going to be short, Mike, of a first down. Be third down, or did they get it? They got it. They got it. They got it. Yeah, they're moving the, they're moving the sticks. But this is the other thing with this crew. They, you know, they've thrown a lot of flags for the mumbo jumbo stuff, but they won't blow the whistle. No. When they, when they, when they stop his momentum, they won't blow the whistle, and then you get four or five kids in a scrum, and that's when the flags start coming out, or somebody gets hurt. Right. I want to correct myself? The the seven nothing victory by Lake Wales was over Sebring. Seven to nothing. Ah. Here's the uh, first and ten play. Handoff up the middle goes the running back, it's and back. he's got all kind of daylight. Yeah, but it's coming back. And Richardson will head flag. to the end zone for a I touchdown. Think I think it's an offsides call. The referee is signaling a touchdown. What is that on the field? No, it's not a flag. It's like uh, a kicking tee, or is that a shoe? No flag. That's a shoe. Yeah, something. 74-yard touchdown run by Richardson right up the middle of the field. And that's going to send a lot of Yellow Jacket faithful to the cars. Yeah, and and that's just, that's heartbreaking. I I mean, losing Lake Wales is not heartbreaking. They're the number one team in the state. But um, that that one was a gut punch. Well, the last two were. Here's the extra point attempt. It is uh, up, and it Ooh. is Man, it got good. a cat. He was taking a sip out of his drink. And a flag on a play. Like we care at this point. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's 14 unanswered. I mean, that's, yeah, that's 13 unanswered points. I mean, they just, they, were, they, they blocked a punt, recovered inside, touchdown. You know, and now this 70-yard run, 60-yard run, that's 14 points that, it's just kind of a given to him. There was a flag thrown on the extra point, and the extra point was good. Dead ball. Gotta Personal foul, Bartow. Yep. And they'll enforce it on the kickoff. The extra point's good. Lake Wales in front, 20 to 3. <laughs> We've talked briefly about Bartow's road to the playoffs. Uh, the Lake Wales Highlanders, they're in no matter what. They're district champions. They're currently the second seed in their region. And, Mike, the Fort Meade Miners are also second seed in their region. Uh, they're district champions as well. So they'll have a, a couple of home games. In fact, Mike, Fort Meade might be at home for most of the playoffs. Yeah, they are. I got a, I got the opportunity to talk to one of the coaches last week, and, and they were kind of shocked because of uh, Bishop Moore, I believe, is the team that jumped ahead of them in the division. And basically, it was one of those points, the schedule, the strength of schedule, and this, that, and the other. But they were kind of hoping that with the win over Frostproof and the way they beat Frostproof last week, that that might push them back over the top of Bishop. I think it was, I think it was Bishop Moore, Bishop Rowe, Bishop yeah. Monroe, Bishop Moore. Yeah, yeah. One, one of those, yes. Yeah, Bishop Monroe. And Frostproof and Mulberry are also in that uh, region with. Fort Meade, even Hardy is is in the mix as well in that region as well. So uh, you could have three you could have three teams from Poe County in that um, class two S division. Who's that? What teams? Mulberry, Frostproof, Fort Meade. Oh, I thought you said it was only one team. That's the only thing I heard. <laughs> Here's the kickoff. There's a flag on the play. The running back turns over his head. That's going to be uh, Murray. Yeah, it's coming back though. There's an illegal block. 
I mean, I'll give it to Frostproof. I, I was able, like I said, I was at that game last week, and Frostproof did not look bad at all. It's just Fort Meade's got their stuff wired together right this year. I mean, they're that quarterback they've got is amazing. They've got a they've got a couple of receivers that are great. They got a they got a running back that's amazing. I mean, they've just they're 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 a total package this year. Well, for, Frostproof is kind of in a must win. They're on the edge, and they're they're taking care of business against Chiefland tonight. It's Frostproof twenty three and Chiefland twelve, and that's uh, deep in the fourth quarter there. So if Frostproof wins, they're pretty much in the playoffs. Lake Gibson comes back 36-35 over Lake Mineola, and that's in the fourth quarter. Ooh. That hurt. That's actually good for Bartow. Yeah, but that hurt our picks. That hurt our picks, but yeah. Listen, I'll, I'll let it hurt the picks all day long. All right, here we go. First and ten for the Jackets. Three minutes, 56 seconds left in the ball game. And that's Johnson in at quarterback. Where's number 18? Here's the snap. He will hand it off. Bouncing it to the outside is the running back. That's going to be Glover. Glover, Glover with a nice run. 15-20. They yeah. didn't throw the flag there. Yeah, yeah, Glover. I don't understand why this official here can't throw a flag. I mean, face mask, grabbed him up around the helmet, the whole nine yards. Well, he can sure throw a flag against Eaton, but he can't throw a flag against them for a face mask right in front of him. A nice big 15-yard run and a first down for the Yellow Jackets. A very good run by Glover. All the way out to the 24-yard line. Barto was pinned way back. Johnson will bring his offense to the line of scrimmage. Thomas and Taylor on the near side. Glover the running back. Here's the snap. Johnson steps back. He wants to throw. Looking for Taylor. Oh, and it's just oh. over his fingertips. Taylor is one of our fastest players on the Yellow yeah, Jacket squad. I mean, it was just inches away. Stops the clock with 3.11 to play. Man, that kid's got an arm. There is a heck of a game going on in North Lakeland tonight up in Lake Gibson. The Braves in front of the Hawks by one, 36-35. Second and 10 for the Jackets at their own 24-yard line. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Johnson drops straight back. Now he's under pressure, and he's going to be sacked. Inside the 20 at about the 17. Finals tonight, Bishop Moore over Kathleen, Haines City over Toho, Parrish Community over Jenkins. Auburndale right now losing to Winter Haven. Winter Haven 26, Auburndale 13. That's not Lake Region a winner tonight as well. They either beat Kissimmee or they either beat Celebration. I'm not sure who they Some one of the two. I don't know. Third and 15 now for the Jackets. Empty backfield. Five receivers in the pattern for Bartow. Johnson calls for the ball. He's got it. It'll throw it quickly out, and it's incomplete. And this is incomplete pass. Lake Wells thought it was a fumble, but incomplete. Going to Galva. Galva tried to cut back up the field before he was able to gather it in. And that'll bring up fourth down. They'll have to punt. 
Reminder coming up next, we're going to go right to uh, Phoenix for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship. Mullis is going to go in and punt here. I see Valentine sitting on the bench over here. I wonder if he got hurt or coach's decision. We don't know. You know, he's been put on the pine before. And if you say something to a coach or something, I don't know. I don't know if anything happened. But uh, it, it just appeared to me that they wanted Johnson to go in the game. Uh, but well, we enjoy seeing Kason back there doing some kicking. Fixing to throw a flag. And there it is. Delay of game against the Yellow Jackets. Well, we talked about the playoffs. Let's look on the other side of the field. The Highlanders, as we said, locked into number two. Auburndale is currently the sixth seed in the region. Auburndale is currently losing, but I think Auburndale is still pretty comfortable with their current ranking. Even if they they lose to Winter Haven tonight, Auburndale still, I think, makes the playoffs. Again, this will all be officially released on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Here's the kick. Nice kick by Mullis, taken at the 49-yard line by the Highlanders. And they're going to return it inside the 40 to about the 38. Yeah, that was a good job by Mullis. One step and a kick. That's the way you, that's the way you punt right there, Mike, that one-step kick. And he's got the leg. Yeah, that's exactly what we were talking about earlier. I mean, when you, you, when you watch KJ, he's taking those two steps before he punts the ball, and you can't make that many steps toward the line of scrimmage before you get that ball off Not the Not when you're only lined up uh, 10 yards behind, yeah. because yeah. you take you take two steps, you're, you're five yards. From, yeah. yeah, exactly. First and 10 for the Highlanders at the Yellow Jacket 37-yard line. Bartow with no timeouts left in the ballgame. Late substitution for Bartow on the field in the shotgun. Uh, Got a new quarterback in. Handoff up the middle, and there goes the running back. He's going to make it all the way in for a touchdown. Wow. Big number 33 in the ballgame for the first time tonight. What a great hustle by Hampton, though. Ran him down and tackled him right as he was going in the end zone. Not giving up. Bartow's got a player down. I hope that's not Davis again. 36-yard touchdown run by Samford, number 33. Sophomore into the ballgame. And just like that, Lake Wales is throwing a ton of points on the board. 156 left in the ballgame. We don't see a number yet on the injured jacket player. Right down at about the 33-yard line. Thirty-six-yard touchdown run from Sanford puts the Highlanders in front, twenty-six to three. Three and a half quarters, Bruce. This was a heck of a ball game. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, we did everything that we needed to do to win a football game, and uh, it was it was just the two big plays that. That, that killed us, and then a lot of just stupid, unfortunate penalties uh, that you don't you don't see anything going on. Their flags being thrown. 
The injured player is still on the field, and we apologize. We can't see his number. Yeah, and I've yet to find number nine anywhere, anywhere else. Yeah. And I'm hoping it's not. No, there's number nine. Okay, he's right at the 30-yard line. Okay. So we know it's not Davis, but we don't want anybody hurt. Nope. While we uh, have this injury, we'll take a uh, timeout as well. Lake Wells 26 and Bartow 3, 152 left in the ballgame. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hey, this is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we are Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Kelly Buick GMC. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. Highlanders in front of the Yellow Jackets, 26-3. The game's been a lot closer uh, then that score indicates, and there's still a Yellow Jacket player still on the turf at the 33-yard line, being attended to now by uh, many, many trainers from yeah. both teams. And now we're going to see a number. That's going to be 98? Is that 98 or 88? Is it 88 or 98? It's if it's 98, eight. it makes sense for the Highlanders to be over there because he played for Lake Wales last year. Bird did. He's on his backside now, sitting up. That's Quavion. No. Or that's Martin, number 88. It's Jeremiah Martin, number 88. And he is walking off the field. Bruce, is he holding? Holding the back of his head. His head. I wonder if he got his bail rung somehow. Well, he's being arm-in-arm with the training staff. Yeah, I'm wondering if they don't get the paramedics over to take a look at him if that's a head injury or something like that. They should have already been there. If yeah, it's it's certainly I don't think it's a whiplash. I think it's more of a, his bell rung because he's just kind of holding on to his, the side of his head like a like a headache or something like that. They but, need to get the paramedics. Yeah, they certainly do. So now he is sitting on the bench. We're going to attempt the extra point. It's a two-point conversion. They're going to throw it in the end zone. It's complete for the two-point conversion. As the uh, kicker threw it to uh, one of the receivers, so it'll be 28. The two-point conversion is good. Attention now focused on Jeremiah Martin, number 88 for the Yellow Jackets. He's on the sideline being evaluated and talked to. Yeah, with something like that, the biggest thing you think is, is concussion. And uh, we certainly don't want that. We don't want any injuries for either team. And it appears that the parents have arrived down there as well, it looks like. At least Mom has. Mom will have the paramedics over there. You betcha. So the Highlanders will kick off to Bartow. One fifty-two left in the ballgame. game. 
68 degrees here at Bartow Memorial Stadium, 20 minutes after 10 o'clock. Stand by. As soon as we're completed here, we'll get you out to that race out in Phoenix. And it's a triple header from Phoenix. Championships all decided in all three series this weekend. Here's the kickoff taken at the 15-yard line. Uh, that's going to be Galva, 20, 25, 30. Galva. Face mask. Grab the face mask, but nobody least. saw it. We saw it. Clears the bell up here in the booth. And no flag. you got to be kidding me. Yeah, no, I mean, they're just not seeing his head. It. They're just not seeing it. What do they see, Mike? Uh, clearly not the penalties. <laughs> I mean, when you when you when you see your head just snatch all the way around, yeah. I mean, you would think there's there's something to that, you know, not just hey, I think I'll look over this way for a little while. I just don't get it. And they are making, I think, contact with the EMTs to come over and take a look at Martin, which is the right thing to do. Yeah, no, they don't, they don't need to be pulling any of that stuff off. Here's the snap. First and ten. Handoff up the middle. Goes to the running back. A nice running play. He's going to get 12 yards. That is going to be Glover. Glover patting the stats a little bit here. in the Glover first and ten. Yellow Jackets at their own 47-yard line. Martin on the sideline has the uh, pads removed, and it's going to be a uh, ooh, a little mix-up in the backfield. And Glover's going to be thrown backwards, and a flag. Two flags come in. The whistle stopped, but Lake Wales didn't. They have finally seen one. That'll probably be offsetting, Mike. Yeah, that's exactly what'll happen there. Yeah, it looks like you're going to get the paramedics now. Yeah, they're going to bring, I think they're bringing the golf cart over here to pick up Glover, I mean to pick up Martin and carry him over. Yeah, they turn their lights on. They're going to let bring the truck over this way. The they might, it might be the case where they actually need to uh, get the gurney though. Yeah, bring the actual ambulance onto the field here. To retrieve, well, we'll keep an eye on it, but it's uh, first and five now. First and five for the Yellow Jackets. The ball at the Highlander 49-yard line. Yeah, they're undoing the gate, so they're going to open it up. And let Here's the snap. And the quarterback throws it downfield. It's going to be caught by Smith, short of a first down by a couple. That's number 16. Nope. Who is that quarterback in? Yeah, number that's, 18. Uh, that's Ethan. Ethan Bros. 18. 18. That, that'll be Johnson. Didn't look tall enough. No, no, no. 16. That's 16. That's 16. That's Ethan. That's, that's Ethan. the sophomore. Yes. Okay. Now, did he quit at one time? And, uh, no, 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 no. That, not was, him. Walk, that was another. He was brought up from the JV. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's for right. For the Lakeland game. Yeah. You're right. Boy, that was tough on him. The second and four. Here's the snap. Handoff up the middle. Goes the running back, Glover, and he gets very close to a first down. Really good job by uh, the quarterback that time. High snap and able to get it down and in the belly of the running back. Time out. Oh, Lake Wells got a player. 19 seconds left in the ball game. Yeah, that'll be it. Because as soon as they get him, he's cramping. As soon as they get him off the field, they'll wind the clock and that'll be it. 
Just to give you an update here on Martin, the uh, ambulance is actually leaving, leaving the visitor side. It'll come back around, I believe. And, I and don't, there's not a way in for them to come in that way. That is right, Andy. And where they going to? Well, maybe they decided. That's going to bring the the. Yeah, I'm surprised they just didn't come around the track. Yeah, because they maybe they, the they opened up the gate for a vehicle to get through down there by the concession stand. I don't know what's going on. The cramping player now up on his feet and headed over to the sideline. 19 seconds left in the ball game. Lake Wales in front, 28 to three. They should have already been over. Yeah, they're com- they're coming they're coming here to the home side, and they're going to put uh, him on the cart, and they'll take him to the ambulance. They shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, you know, I think they should have just taken him right over there. They didn't need to go anywhere. If first and ten for the Yellow Jackets, Bruce throws it, Good. and it's going to be caught. Smith on the tick on the deflection catches it yep, at the twenty-six yard line. No timeouts left. And Brown pass is complete. Stops the clock to move the chains. Good job. And the clock will wind once the chains are set. There it goes. And here's the snap, the final play of the ball game. He throws it toward the end zone. Butler is there. He's got it at the 10-yard line. Uh. But time is going to expire on the regular season. Well, it says six-tenths of a second. Well, that doesn't help you. You're not going to get a snap off and I don't know, six-tenths of a second could last a minute and a half on this clock. <laughs> and there goes now the they're thing. And the, they're driving the kid around the other way. This is ridiculous. Okay. That's the end of the ball game. Final score, Lake Wales 28, Bartow 3. We're going to keep it right here and uh, kind of do a quick little wrap-up on the regular season. We think we're in the playoffs. We think we are, based on the rankings, but we'll know officially on Sunday morning. But, Bruce, uh, your final thoughts on the game? Well, I thought for, for three quarters and two minutes it was a, it was a wonderful game. And, and then Lake Wales uh, was able to punch it in. Uh, and even at that point, it was still a good football game. But then the referees just kind of got out of hand. And once they started getting out of hand, that's when, you, that's when the kids start getting a little upset. And uh, that's when, so, you know, big numbers on the scoreboard doesn't doesn't mean, I mean, this was basically a, a seven to three football game. Yeah. And, and I think Bartow played their, played their butts off. And I think uh, they deserve a lot of kudos on, on this football game. And Eden did an incredible job uh, getting them ready to play the number one team in the state. And so uh, I just... I've got no issues with this ball game tonight and uh, really uh, thought uh, Eden did a good job. And, and Mike, I'll ask you this question. Mike, uh, Bartow suffers their fourth straight loss of the season, but the first three were a lot different than this one, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you. so what I saw, and I talked to a couple of the coaches prior to, I mean, like we talked earlier, you win as a team, you lose as a team. We saw some separation when we started. When we, when we lost to Lakeland, we started seeing the separation in the team building right there, the team bonding. When these guys came out on the field, when this defense came out on the field tonight, you could clearly tell there was a difference in this team tonight. It was almost like that bonding had something where they had found it. Either 
Coach Eden made them reach down and actually do some gut checking and trying to figure out where this team building is from, put it back together. But we saw a different Bartow defense tonight on a team. We saw a different Bartow team on the field tonight. Andy? I know I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Andy. Uh, the, the injured player, Jeremiah Martin, should have been dealt with a little better as well, far as the uh, treatment they, of him. Both uh, played their hearts out tonight. Yeah, they and, sure did. And they held him for three and a half quarters. So we're in the playoffs. Yeah, we think we the, think we we think we are. Um, but so, and we think it's going to be a home game, which we we really enjoy that. So we we'll we'll all keep an eye on on the website and uh, FHSAA social media. I'm sure we'll you'll see postings listed somewhere. But uh, final score tonight. Lake Wales 28, Barto 3. Want to thank everybody here at Barto High School for their assistance in the broadcast. Uh, again, check social media and our website for more. Thank you, Bruce, Andy, Mike, Jeff, Tom back at the studio. Stand by. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Championship from Phoenix starts next. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game was sponsored by Bartow Ford. We're different and we prove it. Evolve Professional Landscape Management, Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow, Pallet One of Bartow, SR Wright and Company, by Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance, Keith Spray Service of Bartow, taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It, the parts you need when you need them, by Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico, Widden McLean Funeral Home, Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South, and by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow, doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Bartow Yellow Jacket Football is a sports exclusive of FM 102.9, 97.1, and AM 1130, WBF.